I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Slob on my knob like corn on the cob. Check in with me and do your job. Lay on the bed and give me head. Don't have to ask. Don't have to beg. Juicy is my name. Sex is my game. Let's call the boys. Let's run a train. Squeeze on my nuts. Lick on my butt. The natural curly hair. Please don't touch. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Saturday morning mm-hmm. to do feedback. Then after that, we do uh, chonilla.com. Chonilla.com. So we really don't have time to fuck around. We got to get right into it. And there's a lot of long-winded feedback to get into today. Yes, it is. So uh, if you're listening to this, you already know where to find everything. Okay, guys? The official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. And uh, let's talk about the people that donated to the show. Because uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, so let's just go ahead and get right into y'all song. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's Amazing a new day. day. Hey. Shout out to all the people that donated. Let me give y'all y'all props right now. Jeremy Rich. Jay Rich, we appreciate you, man. Dunk contest winner. We do. Spending that NBA money with us. Uh, Sable Designs. They hit us with the recurring donation. Thank you so much, Sable Designs. Mm-hmm. Y'all see all these pretty decorations in the sanctuary? They, they donated them. We thank you. Marlena A. Recurring donator, Marlena A. Thank you Thank so much, you, Marlena. sweetie. Shirley Wong Esquire, please say the Esquire. Uh, she hit us with the recurring donation. Yeah, you better say the Esquire. And just so y'all know, she's offering her uh, legal services because she's an official uh, lawyer. Yeah, you getting any hit and runs, you know who to call first. Right. Maybe you've been drinking a little too much communion juice. And you don't want to call the cops right away. Call Shirley first. Mm-hmm. Damian Jackson, who I, I am for real. Recurring donator. Uh, Black Ass Rob, he's a recurring donator. <laughs> we know we will take his racist dollars. We sure will. And do something positive with it. Yes, we will. David S., recurring donation. Thank you very much, David. Yes, David. Uh, Antonio A., um, I believe Double A is a first time. Uh, well, no, it's not first time, but he's a one time donator. There you go. Thank you very much, Antonio. Thank you, sweetie. We appreciate you putting something on this. Um, and that's everybody for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a short week. A little light. You know, Pastor's car is running empty on fuel. <laughs> you know, I, these gators are not going to pay for themselves, my people. Yes, y'all know y'all got to keep the first lady pretty over here. Mm-hmm. You know, these fur coats are not going to take themselves off the racks. Yes, these Malolos I'm wearing, if I'm even finessing that shit right. Yeah, they got to be mm-hmm. fancy. They got to be fancy now. I'm going to play y'all out, but y'all know what I mean. Y'all wonder why the AC don't work sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we turn it off because to make it hot, since y'all all going to hell anyway. 
anyway uh let's get into some actual uh podcast related stuff five star reviews leave them on itunes and stitcher and if we like them like the cut of your jib we'll read them mm-hmm. it's that simple it's really not more complex than that if you send in some bullshit we won't read it and if it's less than five stars we definitely won't read it um machine gun kelly said no other podcast can touch the sheer amount of content you guys put out thanks for that no problem machine gun kelly mm-hmm. great podcast by kavisk i found this podcast after seeing rod guest on the evening jones with bomani's fine self but i digress this is a group of tale Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna tell me that they put your draws off tvgwt is amazing and i'm loving all of the topics from ball alerts to actual real issues discussed in a funny way rod and karen make a great team and i can't wait to hear more from them i binge listened to all the available podcasts multiple times this past weekend and i am hooked thanks Kavis. thank you glad you enjoyed it sweetie yeah, maybe you should be uh signing up for premium man you get the rest of those podcasts and uh, a whole bunch of other, whole new bunch stuff. Of other show, stuff like our movie reviews and um sports show and Karen. we put out i mean we put out interview shows this week mm-hmm. medium talk and um uh let's make it good mm-hmm. we put out movie reviews we put out um balls deep like we yeah. put out a lot of work yep. and i gotta say uh if i say so myself balls deep yesterday was hilarious we had a great uh the introduction of uh russell wilson's robot was <laughs> the best thing ever. one of my favorite parts i got to do some pastor manning uh it was good it was good uh five stars all day i love this show by i'm so boston thank you mm-hmm. short and sweet y'all raymond k says everyday comedy not only do i get to hear a common sense take on all the trending news but i also just get to laugh at all of your commentary the whole carrot cake kakarot thing for Chris Brown girl has me rolling. Uh, thank you very much. We appreciate you. We do. Best podcast by Choby79, five stars. Best podcast playing from the dude that's traveling the world representing Okeechobee, Florida. Oh, you be safe. That's why you're traveling because you know you've been, you go back home, that'd, have, that'd be how you die. As long as you stay away from Florida, you good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love it by The Dig Podcast. We are huge fans, inspired to even start our own show, The Dig Podcast. You guys have such a wonderful rapport, and we love the segments. Effing with black people might be our favorite. P.S. I want to be Karen when I grow up. No offense, Rod. (laughs) None taken. None taken. You know what? I think she's okay myself. I'm glad you do. On this Valentine's Day, I'll start. I think I'll keep her. I'm glad. Uh, Kyle Love says on Stitcher, the five-star review, that that funny keeps coming just when i get myself together from laughing at a previous tbgwt episode i listen to the next episode and i'm back literally laughing out loud with real tears y'all are so freaking good at this hashtag fan for life well thank you kyle love uh you know from the pisces life and black astronauts and all that stuff man mm-hmm. uh she 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 actually left an outstanding um comment on that article on the buzzfeed mm-hmm. where hey man shout out to our listeners yeah uh the listeners of twib and every podcast we message with they was up in them they was up in, in them messages yeah they was mm. all up in the mentions because she she was like if y'all not on here let me know and Ryan put out the call and y'all went and we just thank you and one thing i want to say about our fans is that you guys i love you because when y'all went up there y'all was not mean y'all weren't nasty y'all was like hey y'all forgot about um 
the black guy who tips. Then not only that, because we network and we put other podcasts on, it was a list of everybody else we fuck with. So, you know, it's one of those things where you have to, to, you give and the more you give, the more you receive. And I feel as though us giving and, and spreading out and spreading the word and people, you know, uh, inviting us on and things like that. It was one of those things where she probably going to find a whole genre of podcasts that she's never would even heard of before. And it's all because of our fans letting her know, uh, that they didn't appreciate us and other their favorite other podcasts being left off the list. So thank you so much, guys. That means a lot to us. That means a lot to us that you guys love and support us enough that y'all like, hey, mm-mm, not this group you won't leave off the list. Yeah, I, I had that powerful Denzel single tear from Soldier Story going, reading all those comments. Yeah, because y'all flooded her line up. So thank you. I was like, look at my people being powerful out there but yeah i appreciate it and i appreciate it everyone shouting out other podcasts too it wasn't right. just us i just appreciate the whole community kind of coming down like hey there's a bunch of other podcasts we all work together while out here spreading the love and support for each other you know um and i think they you know we do deserve a mention we do deserve to be written about you know so and and like i said it's no slight to her Mm-mm. uh and i and i and i do appreciate everybody keeping it respectful and stuff i'm sure she got some vitriol from some people but i didn't want to be on the internet like attack you know what mm-hmm. i mean and it's funny because for the first time ever uh elon was the one who was mad and i was the one being like hey guys calm down. it was reversed yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> <laughs> which was really strange because Elon was like you're trying to be reasonable sir you're like uh yeah because this is normally you know your avenue um and i think for me because me and roger talked about it i think for me podcasting is big and small at the same time is is big because it's probably hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of podcasts out there by now that I created all the time. And there's no way that people can find all the podcasts. Like, this is almost impossible. And also, it's one of those things where, you know, things are uh, subjective to, you know, your personal preference and all this stuff, too. And it's one of those things where we have to keep grinding. We have to keep building our audience. You guys have got to continue to spread the word to your friends and your family members. Keep posting on Twitter and, you know, donate your account and things like that to help us grow so that, you know, when people make the list, we will be on the list automatically. And it won't be a question of, Oh, I've never heard of them before. So, you know, I didn't take it personal either because like I say, it's big and small at the same time. Yeah. And I meant glory. Sorry. Not still the story. Um, how did I look up the right GIF from the right movie and then put and then say the wrong movie? Anyway. You, I'm rubbing up on you. That's my, that sounds like something I do. I guess so. And last five-star review from Prince Akeem. We not finna play with y'all no more. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Prince Akeem here. I love the podcast. Being the owner of a curvy sword, I tend to skip sword ratchetness. Then one day I read a for, about, uh, that a former Power Ranger stabbed someone with a sword. I admittedly thought this is something you guys probably cover, and I wanted to hear your guys' take on it, but I would never know because I always skip it. Now I'm listening to old episodes trying to see if you covered it or not. Ball Alert is amazing. All the other segments are great as well. I also love the fact you guys stick up for each other when people try to come for you guys. Prime example of black love. If someone came for my girl like these haters come for Karen, sometimes... I would have had many trips to Temecula. <laughs> Love you guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much, Prince King. And we did talk about it at some point because uh, seventy five thousand people sent us that um, that that story. So it was no way we could not talk about it. Like everyone 
immediately thought of us and there's an update like they dropped the charges and shit it's uh crazy crazy story all right we got comments on the website to talk about let's get into those um and of course this extends to the polls and all that stuff uh the first episode of last week was the story of typhoid mary where we did a feedback show and then we kind of talked about this story because my mom had brought it up because uh there was a congressman who was saying he wants people not to wash their hands and the free market will take care of that if businesses take down the law about washing your hands and being clean in restaurants and my mom was like uh that's how typhoid mary killed all them people no Right. So, uh, here's a comment. Mumble says, I thought this was just a courtesy. It's like when a couple gets married, the last name may change or not, but at the very worst, you make a mistake, are corrected, and then you just adjust. You're ignorant at first, but then you learn, so long as you aren't hateful or angry. I have no idea what that comment is, and what is that reference to? I have no idea. It's reference to something we said we don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Hope you ain't talking about them washing them hands. I hope that's not what it is. Uh, Teresa said, in regards to your college roommate, sorry I forgot his name, saying that if you like butt action, you're gay. If you are a guy and you like butt stuff done to you by another guy, you're gay. However, if you are a guy and like butt stuff done to you by a woman, you are straight. I know it's not really strictly binary, but you get what I'm saying. No gay man wants butt action from a woman or anything else for that matter. You're straight because you're straight, not because you don't like backdoor action. I agree, Teresa. I think John was just fucking around and, you know, common machismo, like niggas say shit like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't think, I think the only thing that makes someone gay is if they just, like, say that they gay. Because I don't know what's in your mind. Like, you know, there's, like, the whole gay for pay thing and, um, in, uh, in pornography. There's women that do, like, lesbian scenes, but they're straight in real life. There's men that do gay scenes, but they're straight in real life. I don't know. I think all that stuff is more like a um, spectrum that you kind of fit in on one end or the other and, and in all the ways in between and all varying things. I just try to be respectful of people. I don't mind people having jokes and shit like that. Uh, I don't even mind having the joke of, nah, nigga, you gay or whatever. Uh, in, in When you're talking about like, like uh, there was a story where Byron Long, who's a porn star, uh his first porn scene or one of his first porn scenes he had a latin dude a little latin boy suck his dick right but then he was like i'm not gay you know and that's not and what i did wasn't gay and we was like nah nigga you gay right like that was like you might not be gay but that having another dude suck your dick is like that's gay like that's a gay act right and we made jokes about you know about this but you know same day at the same time that's his right there's nothing wrong Mm -mm. with him doing that they're consenting adults right but we're gonna make them jokes yeah it was just funny to hear him like deny that there was anything gay about this dude there was no gay activity at all you go nah dog but nah that john's just you know john's just being john um uh and then the poll was did you already know the story of typhoid mary because karen and i did not Mm-mm. and it was news to me <laughs> i was like typhoid you mean typhoon mary she was just going around swirling and shit <laughs> fucking shit up everywhere she went and leaving devastation when she left looking like pig pen from fucking um a peanuts cartoon with charlie mm-hmm. brown right it was terrible uh did you already know the story of typhoid mary yes or no 58 percent of our audience did know the story because they're so much smarter than us not clear and 42 percent did not um we got six comments which i'm surprised it generated that much discussion but let's get into it 
black tie says the story of typhoid mary was a storyline in cinemax's show the nick with clive owens owens and andre holland she was nasty as hell oh okay john john says pbs did a documentary on her on nova the most dangerous woman in america shit cabadonna says first of all rod i'm disappointed in you man of course we know who typhoid mary is she was that crazy telepathic chick who used to mess with daredevil in the 80s frank miller run and sir she now goes by mutant x oh <laughs> nerd alert <laughs> sir he goes like mutant x <laughs> first of all first of all right i'm disappointing man <laughs> now nah, okay on a serious tip typhoid mary is a perfect example of what happens when some jackass thinks they know more about medicine and science than people who actually study medicine and science yeah right by the way this thing has been going on lately where uh I, oh i was watching minority i mean fuck, the night the nightly show mm-hmm. and so many like other guests you know they're talking about like vaccinations and stuff like this mm-hmm. and the scientific stuff and they don't just bring on scientific stuff they bring on like you know just layman actors uh internet celebrities they bring on all kinds of people to talk about these things and it always fucking weirds me out when they have like a expert in the field sitting right there and they're like you know and larry and larry wilmore be like you know uh so um so and so what do you think about you know uh people not wanting their children to get vaccinated and then that person will be like uh yeah um you know because of my research in the field Mm-hmm. uh this is what happens when we get below this percentage of vaccination and this is why we need it because if not these diseases will come back and there's children who are uh at risk for these diseases because they have other things that's going on blah 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 and then they'll just cut the like and i'm just saying i'm just saying a name like anthony anderson and he'll just be like yeah man i just don't trust you know putting the flu in you so you won't get the flu i mean how does that make sense and it's like no you shouldn't get to be treated as seriously as this other person correct and, you know what and, i mean and, I, and listening to those conversations was so frustrating because you would hear the doctor basically go into great details and depths and talk about how other people know the countries you know carry their children 10 20 30 miles because they see the devastation of not having vaccinations and because we vaccinate our children and because we are we close to eradicated a lot of these diseases people just assume this shit does not exist but it can come back with full force if you stop vaccination yeah it's just weird that it's just weird to me that the argument against vaccination and like typhoid mary's argument against science was just like eh, i don't know that's it yeah i know like, there's no, no factual not, thing gonna... that she had there's nothing that like that she didn't do a study herself people were getting sick people were like it's because of you and she's like nah, i mean yeah. nah. that was like all you gotta do is get this simple surgery and, yeah. and it won't be a problem she's like fuck your surgery yeah well let us test you i mean i feel good so why would i be getting people sick and i feel good that don't even make sense to me. People dying. Because yeah, you're not a fucking scientist. Correct. Uh, that woman's dirty hands and disease-infected blunt cakes are an act of war- germ warfare. And IDE in the form of homeless Irish maids. So, TBGWT fam, the next time some granola crunching whole food loving CrossFit enthusiast wants to rail on about so-called natural healing and how we don't need vaccination, you can just remind these folks that one dirty old bride killed almost 50 people because she wouldn't go to the hospital and get treated or simply wash her hands. Oh, and if you read, want to read some serious fun of, of people getting in that 
anti-vaccination behind check out the comments on amazon for melanie's marvelous measles watching watching people go ham on this hippie is almost as fun as groupie tail comments Jim says, I learned about Typhoid Mary when I was younger, but was reminded about her last year when I was listening to NPR's radio uh, lab episode entitled Patient Zero. Definitely worth a listen if you get the chance. Typhoid Mary writes in, what a wonderful show you have here. (laughs) Would you mind if I send some dishes to you guys as a gift? No. Uh, We would mind. Do not send I don't want anything from you. Yeah, we good, Typhoid. Appreciate you, though. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what? Uh, hand, uh, across the internet, half high. No, no touching. No hand bumps. None of that. Mm-mm. No hugs, especially. Nope. Prince Lamont says, I knew the story of Typhoid Mary and think people are way too hard on her. Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's always got to be somebody. <laughs> just got to, you just got to see it from the other side. Let's see what Prince Lamont says. People would like to think they would act differently, but a lot of you would not. It was the fucking 1920s, and they were trying to tell her she was giving people a a disgust that never made her a, a disease that never made her sick. Compound that with the fact that they were telling her she was the person, the first person to ever do it with that disease. You would find a way to convince yourself that all those people dying and getting sick is a coincidence. And people are mad because she didn't want the surgery. There's a chance that removing a gallbladder may not have been as routine of a surgery that it is now. And remember, she was never sick, and she wanted to have the surgery, and she, and they wanted her to have the surgery. And for washing hands, that still has to be enforced because we know a lot of people don't wash their hands after leaving the restroom. Yeah, here's the thing: when I don't wash my hands, I've never been accused of killing anybody. But if, like, if first of all, you know, I do wash my hands, but. If I didn't wash my hands and every time I didn't, someone died, I'd probably be like, yeah, I should at least wash my hands. Like, we're not saying, like, I don't even think it's that far-fetched for her to be like, look, I don't want to have this surgery. I don't think that's that far-fetched. But then she continued to want to work in the food industry. Mm -hmm. Then she was like, I'm not washing my hands. I don't care what y'all say. They had to quarantine her. Yeah, she's a little bit much. This is why shit needs to be mandatory because a lot of people will act this way. It was mandatory. Right. She, she just didn't, she just like, fuck y'all, I'm not was doing man- the regulations. Well, it was mandatory for her ass. Right, because like she was working with, this, with food. Yeah, I think this was before laws and stuff came. Okay. Um, oh, okay. This is okay. like 1920 or something. But you know, the other thing about this is um, it, it, people can, well, if it happened to you, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, that, that I would be wrong too if I did some stupid shit like this. Right. You know, this is like to me this is the same as the vaccination thing and I think you can't say that you wouldn't do it um or that people wouldn't do it necessarily because people are getting vaccinated. People are like people have shown that if you tell them, "Hey, this thing is going to cause harm even though you don't intend to, here's some some actions that we can take to to prevent this for everybody else." People have actually shown that they're willing to listen and do those things. Right. And also, and also I think for me, it, the, the whole thing about it is even though the shit was new, they knew enough to know the cause was her watching her motherfucking hands. Like they knew that much. They was like, look, bitch, wash your goddamn hands. And to me, it's just one of the, one of the things where she was like, fuck your science and fuck your logic. And even though they went and explained this to her, she was still like, nope. 
so you know that is and, and like you say once you get to the point where you have to quarantine somebody that's not society that's that person yeah and it's will for ignorance because people are telling you it's you correct like that's the thing people come to you and tell you hey you are harming people in this way you know what i mean yeah it's up to you to, to take that seriously like you think it's more important that people die rather than you wash your hands because and just because you were able to convince yourself that you weren't killing people that doesn't mean shit to me you were <laughs> right so what are, what are we supposed to do the rest of society supposed to be like well gotta hear both sides guys mm-hmm. guess we gotta let her kill people sorry you know she's she's she just gets a bad rap guys Mm-mm. uh this is why shit needs to be mandatory because a lot of people will act this way especially for some new shit people were slow to get on the vaccine movement back when they were first introduced they were telling people they the way to protect you from polio is to inject a little bit of polio into you people only started out of desperation the majority of population thinks differently of vaccines now because we have decades of proof that they work also i would like to know what percentage of people have received the optional vaccines as well those can save lives too. And I'm not being judgmental because I lie about having, about having the required Massachusetts vaccines for over a year. I wasn't doing it for any belief. I just didn't want to pay for them. All right, Prince Laron, sound like you, uh, Typhoid Laron from now on. All so right. you just earned that title. That's right. I dropped dead somewhere. He dropped somebody else dead because he ain't getting no vaccinations up in Massachusetts because he don't care about them kids. Mm-mm. Fuck your kids. It ain't my leukemia. Um, Chris Ron. Uh, Tunde writes in for episode 883, Lion Williams, which had a ton of comments. Wow. Yeah. What the hell did we talk about? Um, whatever it uh, is, it must have been hot fire. Whatever it was, let's see what they think. Tunde writes in, speaking of people who want Muslims to renounce violence, I agree wholeheartedly on your point of Confederacy sympathizers. Came across two examples on Facebook. One was an argument over Fox News anchor saying that the total number of extreme violent acts in the name of religion total zero. Link here. Uh, there's a link on YouTube. Uh, I argued with this guy for hours over whether slavery and Jim Crow was couched in a Christian belief. After giving him facts, he was like, he was just like, well, that doesn't dismiss the fact that ISIS is burning people. Like the fucking KKK didn't burn people alive. Yeah. Right. That's why I don't waste my time talking to those people because a lot, a lot of times their ignorance is willful and they like, I just don't care what you're talking about. No matter how many facts or statistics, they like, fuck it. I don't believe it. So why waste your time? Yeah. And also they're not going to like, you can't prove them wrong because they're starting from the belief of Islamophobia and working backwards. Mm hmm. So you're never going to solve for, you're never going to solve that because they're going to always go back to, nah, it's Islam. So uh, I don't have to be reasonable about this. Um, also, this is this so-called atheist that grew up in my neighborhood, one of two white families, shared an article with his comment being, fuck Islam. I immediately unfollow him because his Bill, his Bill Maher has never gone in on other religions like that. I never should have saved him from the jump, uh, getting jumped in fifth grade. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, uh, you know, that, but yeah, um, I do think Islam is just one of those things where people feel comfortable jumping on it is, you know, certain topics in America, we kind of can have a discussion about it being wrong, but at the end of the day, people are going to jump on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Islamophobia is one of those things where, oh yeah, yeah, I think it's wrong. You shouldn't do that, but, uh, fuck it. We're going to be scared of them and talk bad about them. Lady Rock says, Basement Jacks make some nice beats. Keep up, keep, check out their track, Good Luck. 
it's old but it's everything um all right uh should i listen to that now or yeah we can what's called basement jack yes yeah, uh, good luck my basement jacks <laughs> back that's really dope that is i like that uh capadonna says first you know bill cosby is toast publicly if a loon like dr manning can come up with can't come up with a crazy conspiracy to explain away 15 to 30 i think some of the women may have been counted twice not like it matters yeah last i heard it was 32 or something accusers when mr homo demons and semen semen lattes thinks your shit is too bonkers to defend it's to it's time to call it a wrap yes. oh well oh well i'm getting those fat albert dvds on sale my niggas <laughs> as for those right-wing goobers thinking that gay marriage means southern baptists are going to be on the underground rail fle- fleeing from san francisco and atlanta i <laughs> i love how how a bunch of relatively well-off white people from the land of cow patties clansmen and crystal meth are so worried about their rights being stripped away because Sam Smith can kiss his boyfriend and adopt kids. Right. Funny has this Christian soldiers, uh, funny, wait, funny, uh, has this Christian soldiers never seem overly concerned about black and brown people losing their freedoms to horrible immigration policies, out of control drug laws, poor schools, voter suppression, and a myriad of other issues. Right. Like, it's so funny because because i see so much of my experience you know through the lens of race you know mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not afraid to embrace that i'm not you know i think people think because you talk about race then you're going to be racist to them or right or you think they're racist and i, mm-hmm. I don't you know but because i see that a lot of times it's funny because so much of it has to do with class right mm-hmm. and the problems that quote unquote like white people problems in america are just so much better than black people problems like they just like i wish i had day problems where it's like 
my problem is I don't want my kids to get vaccinated. Like that level, like the well, amount of things you have to have taken care of right. in your life to get before to that that's point. the thing that you worry about. That's the pet peeve. Not like, I don't want the to get rent sh- paid. The right. the job is Everybody secure. Can eat. The mortgage is on time. Like everything right. you're doing in life must be fucking fantastic for that to be the level that you're at with worrying about shit. Right, not I'm afraid my child can't go outside. I'm afraid my child can't walk out the street. Yeah, I'm with, afraid I know, might get shot. I'm afraid I might lose my job. You know, not those. We might we not might we might starve. Those are the issues, not the same issues. Yeah, I mean, like when you know we're worried about like hopefully our a police officer doesn't shoot me or my child in some horrible misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then white people are like, I don't want gay people to get married or it hurts my marriage rights. You know what I mean? Like the, the people that made that video together were all rich white people, like all rich conservative Republican white people that were like, my, my life is so taken care of. I'm more worried about you trying to get equality. That's what I have left. Ah, you know, that's crazy to me. Anyway, uh, so yeah, he, uh, he says, um, hell, they're barely, they're barely concerned with, yeah, like where was, you're worried about marriage equality infringing on your rights as a, into being a heterosexual marriage, which is a ridiculous leap of logic that does not make sense. Mm-mm. You're worried about a slippery slope where, oh, dads will be marrying daughters and stupid shit like that. Why weren't you worried about Ferguson? You know, and the rights of those neighborhoods where police were descending upon them with weapons and tanks and and riot gear and shooting at people in their yards with, with rubber bullets and arresting people who were practicing their right to peacefully assemble where were you then you know what i mean like that's the shit that's weird to me is like the lack of empathy and the fact that they just don't see a lot of black causes as worthwhile or black people as human as as humans mm-hmm. it's very weird to see them get on a soapbox and pretend like and take money and produce like a two and a half minute video about why gay people shouldn't get married like you really have no problems Mm-mm. um all right so um hell they're barely concerned with other white people losing health care and never achieving a living wage exactly as much as the religious right focuses on bumping uglies the bible spends almost no time focusing on sexual promiscuity and barely says anything about gay people there's only two mentions of homosexuality in the old testament and the only person who seems to even notice the gay in the new testament was the apostle paul what really messed with god was how people treated the poor and oppressed time and time again yahweh shows more anger towards the corrupt and the cruel ironically the same people who are worried about the sodomites Forget that Jesus flipped over the table of money launder lenders. Yes, he did. Just saying. And those dance songs took me back to my college days and high school. Lots of glow sticks, lollipops, and possibly keeping my friend from ODing on that special K and ecstasy. Hey, I was the square black friend in my crew, Kappa. Yeah, I agree with pretty much everything you said, man. Like, I, it's, like even if it's so weird to me that people use religion as the thing they want to use to beat down gay people. It's like the one thing that's about us all being equal and being nice to each other. That's the thing you want to use to be like, nope, this is what I'm using to beat your ass into the ground. That's the one thing. What a weird fucking, what a weird, people are crazy. 
Sugar Babe says, man, that Angie Fisher. I went straight to iTunes and copped that song, especially since the three-letter agency owes my husband some serious dough and is playing their typical games. He's going to have this on repeat from now on until that check is here. <laughs> 2000 bucks. Yes, that is my jam. VC3 says, so let's see if I have this correct. Christians, which have been around since the Byzantium, the Roman Empire, uh, who have actually been persecuted in many, many societies and nations over the course of time, who have persecuted others or worse in the name of Christianity. And as far as the United States is concerned, the vast majority of the religiously affiliated uh, uh, at the rate of 78.4%, according to Pew Research. This is all coming to an end because gay, lesbian, and trans people have the audacity to demand they be treated uh, as human beings under the law, which presumably gives them the same rights endowed by their creator as these bigots. So they start whining about how their freedom of speech is being curtailed. It's not. Or their religious freedom is under attack. It's not. But their freedom to be outwardly bigots and with the force of law, all in the name of their creator might be. And making whiny ass bullshit melodramatic documentaries about it. They're crying about forcing homosexuality on people just like they as Christians have been for trying to force all kinds of shit on people using God as a cudgel since the beginning of the recorded history of religion, slavery. I don't even know this word. Miscegenation. I gotta look that one up. What is that one? What is miscegenation? Uh, I, is something else being forced I, on me? I, I, I guess know? a cold word of misogyny. The interbreeding of people considered to be of different racial types. Mm. Sexism racism and now this but they're the persecuted ones for being called out as big as the assholes that they are the court straight up cuban being their weak legal rationale and rejecting their unconstitutional laws yeah okay fuck out of here it's almost as if these people are admitting that without the ability to subjugate lgbt people well anyone really they still subjugate most women in their own churches there's really nothing to their religion at all it's not about god but about egos and power trips of the people running their ministries which they keep uh trying to make you believe god and jesus co-signs any of this nonsense even though it's been disproven time and time again a dividing of sheep and goats more like a dividing of the rational and reasonable from the assholes like these mm. that was powerful i support everything that you just said <laughs> it was good <laughs> <laughs> it was uh shots fired over there oh, um, so you looking for a clip <laughs> but uh yeah i i agree with everything you said um honestly because it's just weird because like i said to to throw god and jesus up in there like you know god jesus and god hated the gays they definitely wouldn't want them to get married. That's what they was about. Like, nah, you just been a bully at this point. Right. And there's other, there's a lot more important things to focus your energy on. Honestly, if you're really out there trying to do good and, and help humanity, there's a lot more issues. Yeah. And you're basically, you're just going, Hey, uh, be straight. Stop being gay. Stop. That's enough. That's what you're doing to people. It's just a choice. Okay. Well, if you made me choose. You know, I'm not religious. He said, hey, man, start being gay. I'm going to have a hard time with that because um, I can't. I'm not. I'm never going to see a dick and be like, mm, finally. <laughs> what I've been waiting on. Right. So I, why would it work the other way around? Just stop. You think it's a fucking hoax that every person is pulling? Gay people obviously are pulling a big prank on everybody. They hate dicks and pussies and shit. They hate them. 
they just keep fuck they just keep doing it as a joke stop uh lr joiner says did y'all find the paypal a kickstarter of angie fisher because there's no reason a woman singing that passionately can't get through these irs troubles right honey she had what two thousand dollars and 14 cents she had down to the penny honey i want to collect a fund for her i'm definitely trying to put something into the collection plate afro diva says yo rosephus h witherspoon man when you start playing that angie fisher song i stopped dead in my tracks and was head bobbing and stank facing in the middle of the train station <laughs> them vocals made me sweat <laughs> <laughs> it was it was serious i had to go and cop that single immediately where's the album baby girl i need that in my life i know right. she only got one song um why couldn't she have performed instead of all that dry-ass, boring nonsense they had on the Grammys? Correct. Yeah, she uh, did perform in the pre-Grammys. Someone had sent me a um, link to it. Uh, but, yeah, she uh, she didn't get to go, you know, during primetime. With all the garbage that gets airplay, it's been more than a year since I listened to the radio. I couldn't take it anymore. And attention, it is hard to remember that there are hidden gems out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm that made my night won't he do it <laughs> yes he will uh then we got this one from i think some random person that says irt the venezuela condom situation uh or in regard to okay uh as a result of the government's policy of slashing imports to make up for the deficit consumer goods have become scarce and expensive and people are forced to queue for hours to get basic products such as meat sugar medicine and now contraceptives so in an effort to keep money from leaving the country, the government has caused this crisis. I have a feeling that they caused it, too, because I'm about to say this makes no sense any other way. Mm-hmm. They're talking about when we were talking about how condoms went up. Yeah, $755 for right. a pack of condoms. Like, that makes no sense. 2000 bucks really will save your life yeah. if it's for condoms. Uh, for real. Should Brian Williams be fired was the poll yes or no. This is a very close poll came almost down the middle 54 percent say yes he should be fired 46 percent say no here's what i'm gonna say he's got to be fired because if 46 percent of the people think you shouldn't be fired your credibility is shot you see what i'm saying like the fact that it's even close correct means you are compromised as a professional yeah i like because like is you this is not a tmz dude i'm not trying to be funny like you have for years put your word out there and people have tuned in for years for your credibility. So they want you to tell them the truth. And once that trust is broken, not to say he can't ever, ever, ever build it back, but because of the age that we live in, he'll never be like a prime time person like that. Or if he ever is one again, It'll be another 10, 15, 20 years from now. It won't be anytime soon. I know they quote unquote suspended him six months without pay, but I don't think he's ever going to come back again. I think they did that just because that's just long enough. Like you said, because the internet and everybody got ADHD, everybody move on and they'll forget. But if they bring him back, they're going to hit backlash on it. No matter, I actually said, no matter when they bring him back. So I don't think he's ever coming back. Or if he does, it'll be a a much smaller network with with a lot less pay. Yeah, that's actually a good point. You know, um, there, there's never going to be a right, a right time. Mm-mm. As sad as that may sound. Yeah. Because, uh, what was the NBA announcer they got, they, they got for this, all that sexual stuff, uh, which Mark Albert. Yeah. Years ago. 
see that happened so many years ago prior to all the internet and age and all that stuff oh it was just creeping in well he can come back and bounce back for that because years ago you could fuck a players could fuck up and you could bounce back now players fuck up you are uh, you almost are non-redeemable as sad as that may sound because everybody make errors and mistakes and fuck up but you know when you're in the public limelight like that people don't want to hear that yeah that makes sense um all right so the comments dad says fire him but keep these jokes coming last i heard brian williams was in the room when black dynamite threw the shoe before he walked into the room <laughs> cavadonna says this dude needs to be fired or at least sent on a long ass vacation one he's a reporter his job is solely based upon his trustworthiness how can you trust the news from a newscaster who spent 12 years telling a crazy blackout down law lie second it's the fact that told they told such a ridiculously bold-faced lie for no logical reason dude just saying i jumped on a helicopter to report from a war zone showed williams had some level stones and his chopper was shot at by small rounds not a shoulder or mounted missile he didn't need to embellish by claiming you were in the d-day cry crazy in some d-day type craziness but sadly that cat's not going anywhere with nbc paying out some major bank just as the comcast suits had to open up the checkbook to boot david gregory off meet the press because of his contract williams can walk away with 10 million plus since he probably has an arbitration clause in his deal Oh yeah, they're gonna pay him. But once they pay him, they that, don't have a call. But they don't have a clause where they shouldn't have to pay him because he lied. Who That's knows? Weird. Who? Who? They didn't. This. This is. I'm gonna say I'm president, but it's like, dog, you can't be doing this. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just surprised. There's never been something like, hey, if I bet you will moving forward. Oh yeah, for for almost anybody, like he changed the game. Whatever, like, nigga, you caught lying. We can fire you and not pay you. Meanwhile, Fox News like we should hire him. That's all we. That's all we demand of our anchors is lies. Right. You shit. you think you making money? Well, you can make some real money over here, dog. How you feel about lying about racial stuff? Uh, we had episode eight eighty four X X Men's, um, where we had uh, uh, we talked about the Grammys and a bunch of other stuff. Oh man, why can't I stop? Tripping. Um, but yeah, we had the Grammys and a bunch of other stuff. Janica writes. Rumor is that it was just supposed to be John Legend and Common and Beyonce asked to sing the song because she wanted it, she wanted it to be included. She put a video on Instagram talking about how she loved the song and wanted to perform it. Yeah, I saw the video she did. Um, I don't know if it was this Instagram video, but there's like a eight minute video explaining why everyone that participated in her singing of glory and what their motivations were. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I don't have as much a problem with it as other people, um, but I do feel like you know, um, if Legacy performed that song in the in the movie, it would have made more sense for her to perform it at the war show, and Beyonce just should have performed something else. Like they still should have made room for her to perform. Right. So I don't know. I don't know the inner workings of the behind the scenes on that. Yeah, and I will forever be mad. I that bullshit. Perform your own music. Yeah, Teresa says when you think about it, all of the award shows they're bullshit anyway. In a way, most of these awards are so subjective. There are really no definitive measures used to come to that conclusion. Think of Best Picture at the Oscars. What makes a film Best Picture? Domestic overseas box office sales. 
No, that definitely is not it. Because um, the, the movies that Guardians of the Galaxy made the most money of anybody last year. And yeah, it didn't get yeah. nominated for movie of the year. No, that's what, and that's the problem that I have because everybody talk about grossing and all this stuff. That shit does not matter. A lot of times, it, what makes me mad, especially when it comes to a lot of, a lot of these like the movie shit. Um, it'd be indie independent films with low budgets that nobody's seen that they're like ray reviews and but most people are like what the fuck is this? That's the problem I have. You you don't pick movies that massive the masses have seen. That's mm-hmm. the problem I have. If you really want to do it, pick something that the ma- but la- but the shit that the masses love, the critics go fuck it because it's terrible because the masses like it. Uh, what well, so she said? Uh, Teresa goes on to say, how many th- theaters showed the film? How about profit? Or for Grammy Best Album, do they take in sales, downloads, radio, airplay, or YouTube plays? Those are measurable, but I do not think these metrics are used in making a decision. You change the judges, you change the outcome. So everyone mad Beyonce didn't win is right and wrong. People happy that Beck won are right and wrong, too. Yeah, I don't even think it's about right and wrong on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Since it's subjective, I get to give my subjective opinion. Mm -hmm. And there's no right or wrong, too, how I feel about it. And I do feel that she was robbed. You know, that's it. Like, I feel like if you walk, there's certain, if I walked into a fucking random room of people and just said some shit like, um, I've been drinking, I've been drink, everybody gonna know what I'm talking about. I, if I walked in and said a lyric from Beck, come on, let's get out of here, guys. Come on, let's be, let's be honest about this. Not to mention the groundbreaking, the way that she released that album. You know, with songs and videos. Which was everything. Coordinated with everybody. With all these people signed to secrecy. Uh, put that out there for us. I'm like, nah, man. Not gonna, not gonna pretend. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? Kanye said something and then people get mad at Kanye. But that ain't got nothing to do with Beyonce should have won that award. She should have won that award. Just because Kanye happened to be the asshole that said it don't mean it ain't true. <laughs> Correct, right. So, you know, don't don't look at it. Don't see this as a co-sign of him, you know, joking, you know, looking like he was going to take Beck's moment. That That's really not cool. But, uh, nah, she she put a foot in that in the world with that album. Like that, that was crazy. I couldn't believe she didn't perform at the Grammys, but she did win three Grammys, by the way. She just didn't get album of the year. Yeah, she won. They, to me, it just says more about what the people that vote for the Grammys, what genre of music they prefer, which is rock. Correct. Um, Bold Women Fitness says, Sia, Sia, S-I-A, is pronounced Sia, and she's a very prolific, she's a pretty prolific songwriter. She's written for Rihanna, among others. Check her out. Uh, no, I will not check her out, because I don't really like Rihanna's music. I said it. <laughs> I'm not a big Rihanna fan. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm, it's certain songs that she have with she's with other people, and if I hear it, I go okay. But overall, I'm not a big Rihanna. fan. I, I like Rihanna as a person, and I'm, I'm here for her in life, like all the shit she does and the shade she throws at people yes. and the faces she makes and the way she dresses and the way mm-hmm. she just doesn't give a fuck about stuff. That's cool, but it, like I'll never be listening to a Rihanna album. Uh, Butterbean says, like Chosen has said, rest in peace to the brilliant show, by the way. Um, nobody cares about the Grammys except for white folks and Kanye. <laughs> oh. 
yeah i did like chosen by the end man i don't know why they uh did it like that but i I enjoyed that show quite a bit uh kyle says i have to be honest i'm getting pretty tired of people getting upset over every little thing kanye does i mean is kanye a jerk yes he is but people are acting like he punched back and threw the grammy to beyonce everybody calm the fuck down kanye wasn't even the first rapper to storm the stage at the fucking grammys old dirty bastard not only did it first but he was way worse than kanye because it was the wu-tang that lost the award yeah well you know he was high on crack uh hell kanye ain't even the first artist to complain about the grammys let alone the first black artist he ain't even the biggest asshole in the music industry jack white doesn't have the best reputation jimmy page allegedly kidnapped a teen and music producer diplo said this is a uh, to a professional illustrator on twitter they put a picture or no a link diplo someone said diplo has shared one of my gifts as background art for his music without asking me my work isn't your clip art dude don't sell my gift and Diplo, I guess, respond, uh, no. He said, he says, why treat another industry's hardworking artists like shit? I mean, I support your art. Why can't you be decent to us? And he responded, Diplo responded, I credited her. What you want me to do? Eat her out and massage her booze at the same time as well? Damn. Um, so, uh, yeah, he said, just say you hate Kanye now. Prism, right, prism. right. They, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people cover that up. But yeah, you just don't like that nigga. Just, just be truthful. Don't cover it up in his antics. Don't cover it up what he's saying. Just say you don't like him. So I can go, okay, and dismiss you, and I can move on. You, you wrap it and try to put it in another box. But reality is, no matter what he does, you're not going to like it. Yeah, why can't you just say you don't like him? Right. What happened to not liking somebody? Correct. Uh, Prince Laurent says, I don't understand why people are so mad at Kendrick because he is just being who he has always been. Kendrick has always expressed himself through the real narrative of a kid growing up in Compton. I understand why people were upset with his original statement because uh, he didn't do a good job explaining himself. But even when people, even then, people went a little overboard. Yeah, I think they went a little overboard too. When I heard the song, my first reaction was to put an arm around the little nigga because I wish I could help him with the pain he's going through. He made a statement about feeling like a hypocrite, and people perceived it as him calling all black people hypocrites. Why? I I could not agree more. Like, I've been thinking about this even more since we talked about it, and I will go so far as to say I'm pretty much completely on Kendrick's side. Like, the more I thought about it and the more I listened to his music, because it gave me a good excuse to run Good Kid Mad City again, mm-hmm. I get exactly what he's saying. Like, and I don't, and I, and it's not new for hip hop. I think what's happened is that the black people, we've been trolled too much. Like we've just been trolled. Our pain has been used as fodder for clickbait, right? Discussions on fucking TV shows, debates on the internet. It is, and we are so sensitive at this point. I think rightfully so to be sensitive that we're like, we don't trust anybody and we'll flip on flip on you in a in a heartbeat but i think what kendrick is saying is genuine and it's not like when don lemon or charles barkley it's or Carl Malone it says like well black people need to stop almost like i'm above you niggas and you niggers need to stop niggering it up because you're niggering it up for me Th- that's kind of how i when i hear like a uh carl malone say black people need to stop asking for handouts when I hear Charles Barkley say, um, you know, people in Ferguson are thugs and shit like that. Like, 
when you hear don lemon talking about the whole pull your pants up pick up the trash like uh don't use the n-word when when i hear that stuff I, it feels like they're separating themselves from black people and i feel like what kendrick is doing is saying as a black person who cares about our people it, why have we been conditioned to not care about the lives that are taken you know even by us like we should like his whole thing is and i do think black people care about black on black violence his whole thing is though why isn't it as big a tragedy in my heart to me when i look at tv and it says you know a black dude was shot in his house over some gang bullshit or when i joined a gang and part of joining a gang meant i might have to kill another nigga why wasn't i as affected by this as i was when i saw trayvon martin uh you know dead like i was crying but i've you know when i see other people dead uh black men dead from other black men in in our neighborhood somehow i i don't cry somehow i i feel okay with this and i feel like a hypocrite for being for not being as genuinely affected as i am when i see you know uh trayvon dying because at the end of the day somebody's dying the problem is when people hear that they add in a bunch of other shit that he didn't say and a bunch of other shit that has been said around this debate correct that is troubling like and it's only because the the conversation never really been genuine it's always come people always come at this conversation from the hyperbolic i'm gonna prove you wrong and i'm right my frame and it's never a discussion it's never a conversation about it and no one's listening to each other you know there's people because i was on twitter talking about it, and there's people that have been saying like well <clears throat> so he's saying that you know i mean when those when those gangbangers kill somebody they go to jail i was like yeah kendrick's not talking about whether or not you go to jail for it Mm-mm. he's saying a young black person is dead their life is gone he he doesn't think it's he's like why do i keep why do i think that's okay like why am i watching that on tv on the news like shit happens he's like it none of this should be shit happening Great. and it was and the, and the thing is there was a time in hip-hop when you could say that and that wasn't controversial you know when you could be, do self-destruction mm-hmm. you know when you could talk what there was times when the conscious rappers used to talk shit about the the the, the people in the neighborhood selling crack you know, selling crack to the black. You know what I mean? Like people would be mad about that. Like, like you're a piece of shit for corrupting my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then I think it lost the rails when it became we had gang gangster rap, and I it glorified that shit. And I think people kind of lost their objectivity to for it because it's like, well, it's art, and it is art. It is art. But if you're gonna be talking about the real re- repercussions of criminality you're going you're going to have to arrive to a conclusion at some point where you're disgusted by it and i think that's what kendrick's good kid mad city really was but once again i'm a person that really delves into lyrics i'm a person that really delves into to what what is this artist trying to say to me i I don't really listen to a lot of music if i'm not being fed lyrically you know and good kid mad city is a coming of age story not glorifying any gang shit like it wasn't ever saying yeah let's go kill other black people let's it was like 
you know even when he was um talking about robbing people or money trees even that is like this man i shouldn't be doing this but i'm but i am because it's just what we do here and then the whole coming of age at the end was hey i'm not gonna um i'm now that i know better now i've i've gotten saved i've you know i realized the high cost of people dying around me my friends have died i've seen people get killed i i've been hemmed up robbed put the gun to me I realize the high cost of this shit now. I refuse to, to, to succumb to this. I'm going to elevate not just myself and my people, but, but also he still claims Compton at the end with that last track. So this wasn't like the Don Lemon, I'm moving away from you niggas because y'all drug me down. Correct. This was, I still love y'all. I still love my city, but I, I want us to do better for us, not for white people. Not for because you'll get locked up, but because if we care about each other, that's the ultimate thing no one can take away from us. And I do identify with that. You know what I'm saying? I just think once you say any of it, it just goes into the, so you trying to say police is going to kill us because we don't respect each other. And it's like, that's not what he said. But I understand other people have been saying that kind of shit, but that's not what that man said. So I just, you know, like, it's funny. I, when I, when he first said, I was just like, I don't agree with him. The end don't really care. Didn't really want to think about it much. Cause I saw what people were saying and I was like, that's not what he said, but what is it worth fighting? And, um, when it released the last track, I remember being like, eh, I guess, you know what I mean? Like the first two verses seem more directed towards white people and shit. And the last one seems about black people, I guess. And then at the end, I was like, uh, actually he's just talking about himself. You know what I mean? Like the first, like the last joint is really just why am I okay with black people killing black people that I should be, I should be crying for that shit too. You know? Um, so I don't know. I I didn't have the, the reaction everybody else had. And the more I think about it, the more I can identify with it. Cause I think, I don't think he's giving you any, I don't think he's giving you a finished stance. I think he's giving you his development and where he's at right now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he's giving you his thought process. And I think people are treating it like it's some sort of like political speech. He's not making laws. He's not criminalizing anybody. He's not your local politicians. Um, He doesn't think black people are evil or bad. He considers himself black. He knows how he's viewed for being black. Um, So I just think people needed a, we need a release every once in a while and sometimes you know you try to talk around these topics people want you to be on message like you're a politician and if you don't stay in lockstep with black people at all times on certain topics they're gonna come at you you know but i was like um some of the stuff i've said on this show taken out of context i can see people clearly being like oh rod coon rod he don't get it you know what i mean i could like um remember when we talked about the black fatherhood thing and i was like mm-hmm. i understand how fucked up mass incarceration and everything is end of the day i still want people to raise their fucking kids correct I'm just, I'm just tired of any excuse i'm just tired of it you know what i mean P- niggas know it, there's pitfalls and they still come inside women and be like i'm not gonna be responsible i don't give a fuck honestly i'm sick of it i'm sick of seeing it i'm sick of i'm sick of like having my friends and having the kids that I, you know, know through basketball and shit that don't know their parents and shit or 
you know like i'm just sick of this concept we can do better because i believe we can you know what i mean and i still know and even with all that shit there's some people that go through incarceration and still raise their kids you know what i mean so you can't just cop out like it, it was too hard not gonna raise my kid fuck it yolo i'm just coming in anybody and just not doing it you could take me out of context put me in an article and black twitter would be riding on my black ass like this nigga think all black people is bad fathers and don't do shit and they don't care and you know what just because they don't get married doesn't mean they keep they not in their kids like like i could see that you know what i mean it could easily happen because you're talking about some real shit and it's sticky and you're not on message the correct thing to say is just to go here's the prison incarceration rate and black people are you know not to be blamed at all for this and um the end so just and that'll keep black twitter off your ass you know what i mean so i i just feel like kendrick is caught up in some some shit that's bigger than him right now but i appreciate his thoughts on the topic and i want to see where he goes with it because he's still young um all right when i first heard the song my reaction was to put an arm around him he made a statement about feeling like hypocrite why i prefer for people to discuss this issue through their own eyes instead of just hopping on the same train of thought as everyone else what makes this worse uh is that they are treating k dot as someone who couldn't be approached for an intelligent conversation on the matter of course he was not interested when he is called coon kendrick yeah people do go overboard the insult. also why are people so pressed to put on the Malcolm X glasses when they think another black person isn't tiptoeing the company line or discussing issues they find the most important. And that person immediately loses all credibility. For example, Kanye gets bashed for caring about racism in the fashion industry because it directly affects Kanye. He should be speaking the loudest on this topic because it's something he's actively fighting. And every other week, black Twitter creates some snarky hashtag because one of these fashions or modeling companies says some racist or dismissive shit about black people. Then they act as if Kanye has never stood out and spoken about race before the fashion shit. He, how, how was Kanye only caring about himself when he said George Bush don't care about black people? One reason black people love college dropouts is because the album was black as shit. None of that seems to matter now. Kanye is just a selfish asshole. Um, I do think Kanye mostly only cares about shit that affects him. Mm-hmm. I think all of us do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he, the thing, the only thing I say about Kanye is I think it's funny when people put him in the activist category or the conscious rapper category. I don't think oh. that's, I don't think that's him. And that's Me the only either. thing I would push back on is when people do that. I'm like, I don't know about that. Kanye is very pro Kanye. Yeah, you know what I mean. I love that Kanye doesn't shy away from being himself. I don't ever want that dude to change. To be honest, um, I love his music, but he's not some activist and shit. He's uh-huh. just a nigga that give his opinion, man. Like that's really true equality. He black. He give his opinion. Yeah, he's arrogant. He's an egomaniac, but that's you know that that doesn't detract from the fact that he's also good at what he does. Um. And, uh, yeah, man, I think, I think a lot of stuff with Kanye, I think a lot of stuff with Kanye gets lumped into this, like, black activism shit sometimes because people want him to be one. But he's just giving his experience. You know, the same way that you wouldn't lump Kendrick into black activism and shit like that because he's just giving his opinion about something. That's it. And it's okay. So it's, it's going to be fine if a black person gives their opinion. But they don't want to march in the streets or they give their opinion and they're not uh, going to boycott Chick-fil-A or whatever the fuck. It's fine. It happens all the time. Yes, it does. I think we just 
are so trapped into this paradigm of like you we gotta have a black leader and a black voice that we just start throwing niggas up in there when they not trying to be that and that's not them yeah it's just not what they're trying to do like it's okay for kendrick to just be a rapper that has his own opinion there's plenty of other rappers that that don't agree there's plenty of rappers that do agree there's plenty of rappers that through the lens of time we have actually changed them to mean other shit but chuck someone i saw people say chuck d would never say um chuck d has said plenty of shit about black people yes he has plenty of shit shit there's a skit on the motherfucking um one of my favorite pe albums where it's a dude from the clan calling to thank black people for for black on black violence and doing their job for them get the fuck out of here trying to act like kendrick the first or some type of different person but we taught we told public enemy up there as as this more like uh thoughtful intelligent approach to racial shit everybody approaching it in the way that they see fit but don't don't give me that shit if this was back in uh if, if public enemy was popping now as opposed to back then oh it'd be a whole yeah, yeah. other story they'd be Motherfuckers all think be pieces mm-hmm. and they would be protesting they want black people they wouldn't have to worry about the other folks wanting to ban shit black people would want to ban right yeah like yeah they came up with a song called fuck the police come on dog yeah um yeah i don't know black people be mad about that oh that's the nwa police is nwa i'm sorry um i mean uh public fight the power yeah they had fight the power my bad yeah you know all y'all niggas look the same to me (laughs) but i can't remember the exact (laughs) name of the interlude but man it was just this one though where it's like the kkk dude thought uh was it the reggie jackson in a little was that it um but it was just this one where he was just like um thanking black people like you know just like the uh tell you no that's not it stop what are you doing um that's not the right interlude um but yeah it was just one where he thanked um black people for doing their job for him and i'm like imagine if you put that on an album in 2014 you have people being like oh fuck this here they go selling us out this is respectability politics this is it's like part of loving your people might be saying um i don't want us to die by killing each other by each other's hands because we have so much against each other already um the last thing we want to do is um make shit easier for the motherfuckers that hate us you know and it used to be a time where you could talk about that and i think what happened is we got trolled to death i mean now we got trolled to death with black on black crime well we're trying to have a completely different discussion that now it's like well we just can't talk about black on black crime publicly like we just gotta uh we just gotta deal with not being able to talk about uh black on black crime and i think people um a little burned out by that man so um man i really wish i could find what what song that was man god damn it it's gonna bother me for the rest of the uh it's gonna bother me for the rest of the day man um but uh anyway let me get back to these emails looking through spotify trying to find this shit um all right so uh he says i guess i just get upset it i guess i just get upset with people setting such hard lines on racial conversation it seems that for some people it doesn't matter if what you say is wrong or right if it isn't exactly what they're saying they don't fuck with you sorry for this being so long i caught that user spirit 
it's cool prince Laurent. uh i mean typhoid Laurent. can't can't forget you you did defend typhoid in there i mean come on capadonna says first who cares about the grammys i don't expect those cheese enthusiasts to care about our culture well the parts they didn't outright steal also i like beck's album i've said numerous times award shows like the grammys and the oscars reflect that tasted of rich wait reflect that tasted of rich old white a taste of rich old white guys with ponytails who love german art house movies as for all the evangelicals getting up in their feelings about 50 shades of gray leave those bored housewives alone one it's a flipping movie and to quote madonna who looking looking she's for milf of the year for avn uh, looking like she's going for milf of the year for avn and that get up for the grammys right 50 shades is only kinky if you're a virgin there is a far there's far crazier stuff considering adults doing the bedroom um yeah i'll just say this man people care about the grammys and because the grammys have you know had this platform and it's okay to care you know what i mean it's okay like, I, I think people keep saying, don't care about this because you're black and you're just going to get your feelings hurt. But how's anything ever going to change if that's how we approach everything? Well, do, I guess I just won't care. You know what I mean? I, I personally don't care, but I don't get on people for caring. It's okay to care. It's fine. You know, you should care about Oscars. You should care about all that shit. Cause, cause representation does matter to the next person who's trying to succeed. You know what I mean? Like, there's no Quavenjan A. Wallace if there's not adult, if there's no, let's say, Holly Berry or Angela Bassett or somebody that's doing it to make that little girl go, I want to do that too. So yeah, you should care and it's, or you can care and it's completely okay if you do. No one should be shaming us out of caring or saying, who, you know, who cares and why do you care and why you expect the, you expect them to win? Well, you might not win because you expect it the first time, but once you make your voice heard and they know that there's hell to pay for not, not considering, not even thinking about you. Yeah. That's the point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's how democracy works, you know? And if these, if these awards are supposed to represent, you know, America as they're being pitched, then we, it's okay for us to fight for them to make them do that right and, and a lot of times it's about diversity because you know for blacks whites i mean not for whites but for um blacks asians you know because it's other indians hispanic like it's other groups that are highly underrepresented too or, or represented too and so it's just one of those things where you know people should push for this diversity and actually demand the diversity because if you don't demand it nothing's going to change right so just think about that shit man and uh you know just think about it number two if americans weren't so sexually repressed we probably wouldn't have a good portion of the issues we have today i'd love if someone did a seminar on sexuality in churches throughout america if cats were able to share what they were into furry spanking or just bigger boobs or whatever with their partners openly and honestly we probably have a lot less divorce in America, but that would require those uptight proofs at the Family Research Council actually getting evangelicals to open up about honest sexual uh, instead of shaming people. The church in general would stop shrinking, except that sounds like work. Uh, I'm going to be real with you. Well, why would you even think that people would get married? Even the idea that you got to get married is kind of a church thing. 
a religious religious based yeah even that is kind of based in religion that people would well people would you know be might be happier but they might find that a lot of happiness is not getting married not everybody meant to do this like they show ain't people don't want to everybody not meant to, to, to get married everybody not meant to have children like you know it's a lot of shit that's based off religion that people push down that they just consider acceptable yeah um better album beyonce or morning face uh thought i'd just ask the audience because you know some people are going like i i like the back album i'm like i listened to it i liked it too it was not as good as beyonce that's all uh 64 percent of our audience thinks beyonce is better than morning face um prince Laurent says i still haven't listened to beyonce album so i had to go with beck on the fuck you prince Laurent. Fuck you and fuck this poll. Are you serious? Are y'all motherfucking serious? What? The fuck is wrong with people? If you haven't listened to both, then just don't fucking vote. It's okay. That doesn't even make sense. Are you only talking to people to listen to both of us? Because you asking me, I'm for Beyonce. I don't, I'm biased. Did you vote in the poll? No. Okay then. Then, then obviously, uh, <laughs> I gotta do the poll again. I gotta put an option for I didn't listen to both albums. God damn. Shouldn't even read the comments now. <laughs> fucking, All this scientific study going on. I'm not even reading these comments. Y'all wasted the poll, man. This is crazy. Are y'all serious? Motherfuckers was voting in the poll without listening to both? Oh, man. God damn it. I'm not reading these comments. Next one. <laughs> We just do it next week, man. We just do it. We do it. We got to do it again. This time, I'm gonna put an extra option for people that just want to click something, even though they didn't listen to both albums. Just because y'all, y'all special, y'all need attention too. I get it. Everybody want to click a button. <sighs> Jenica says this episode reminded me. Oh wait, episode <gasps> eight eighty five, Whack Lives Matter. Uh, we talked with uh, Nick Jew from What's the Tea um jenica says this episode reminds me of an article i read about a girl dating her dad it was so disturbing oh yeah i've heard about that i think i'll save it for because it's long and i'll just save it for a regular show rather than try to do it on feedback because it's, it's long and detailed and gross um oh no thank you jonathan says great show as always i think brownback is acting like a dick to make himself look like a better vice president for whatever dim wits get the Republican nomination. The story kind of struck close to home, even though I work for the PA government. One of my fellow gay coworkers had to file a complaint against a woman in his office for harassment after he married his husband. PA has protections for LGBT workers over under an executive order, which is partly why I'm, I'm only out to a few people. The ju- oh, because uh, he's talking about Brownback who repealed all the, the protection for gay workers. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what state that was in. but Dumbass. Yeah, what an asshole. Uh, the judge in Alabama is an idiot. Religion shouldn't be the basis of a court order. Him defying the order of an appellate court violates the Constitution. Alabama passed a law banning the use of foreign religious beliefs in court rulings. Christianity is obviously from the Middle East. The only holy American religion I can think of is Scientology. Once you remove religious objections against gay marriage, you're left with, ooh, that's icky. And if you allow this, that was to stop me from marrying my daughter and my dog. Sorry the comment is already long, but a minister was arrested in Alabama for volunteering to perform a marriage ceremony for a lesbian couple. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that too, man. 
crazy man they they going they are going extra hard on this shit now i mean it's alabama but you know hopefully people keep fighting there and right. get it changed they pass a law to say we can do it the people are doing it and y'all arresting them for doing what they've been told to do yeah um all right have you ever had a partner fake an orgasm was the poll because i was talking to you and nick Chu. And I was, and we found out that there was a percentage of men that do fake orgasms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, men probably would do it just for a, like, they don't, they don't want to hurt the woman's ego as well. Um, because, uh, you know, I don't think they just want to, I think men just don't, men just want it to be over with. Like, this isn't happening. Where and and normally when the man comes, it is considered the end of the sexual whatever. Whereas women, I think, fake it for the man's ego strictly. You know what yes. I mean? But I think women have less experience with someone telling them they fake the orgasm, like because it's such a trope. Like with men, it's almost like commonplace. Like, oh yeah, she faked orgasms, of course. You know what I mean? Um, not saying anybody should do this. Okay. But I just think, uh, ego wise, I just think not everybody can handle it. And I think if. Like, nope, on both sides. Right? Yeah. I think, yeah. But I think women probably would handle it the worst because it just never fuck, it would never really happen to them. Um, so here's a poll. Have you ever had a partner fake an orgasm? I'm a dude and I've never had it happen. I'm a dude and it's probably happened to me. Or I'm a chick and I've never had it happen. Or I'm a chick and it's probably happened to me. Fourteen percent of dudes say they are they they have never had anyone fake an orgasm on them. Lies you tell yourself. So lies. look at this. Already Karen saying y'all lying. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying, fellas? Y'all see my point, Nick Jew. Uh, I I think you. This is proof. Already that she, Karen says that number should be a zero. Everybody said zero. Y'all all had a woman fake an orgasm. You just didn't know it. Yeah, you just didn't know it, according to Karen. I'm a dude, and it's probably happened to me 49%. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, and keep in mind, this is of, if you just count the dudes votes, not the, um, not the, because this is just the guys who voted in the poll, um, and just go by percentage, uh, that means 77.5% of the guys who took the poll believe that a woman has probably faked the orgasm now let's look at the ladies shall we <laughs> i'm a chick and i've never had that happen 22 percent of women said nope never never had it happen 14 percent say i'm a lady and it probably has happened to me so where the guys are at what 70 about 78 percent of guys believe that um you know this happened uh, only 39% of women believe that a man has faked the orgasm. Isn't that interesting? Olivia says, I know a man has never faked the orgasm with me, and I would be extremely, extremely surprised to hear that I was wrong about that. Like, if there's an anatomical capability I'm not aware of, that type of surprise. Thing is, though, I'm equally sure a woman has a fake the orgasm with me for two reasons. One, you can't fake those type of muscle contractions. And two, it's always been okay to not have an, to not, not to have an orgasm with women I have had sex with for them and for me. So because not having an orgasm was okay and that's happened, I don't know why anyone would bother faking. I think, and honestly, let's keep, put like this. For a lot of men, 
they have been taught my dick is the best thing ever you i just thank god my you in the presence of my dick and a lot of men uh a large percentage of men i I, I changed a large percentage of men uh don't give a fuck about their partner sexually they're like girl i'm just gonna bust this nut i really don't care and so if you're a, a straight woman and you have an intercourse with somebody like that they really don't care so a lot of times you know you could be faking not doing anything but it doesn't matter to them because they're not even considerate or even having any thought about pleasing you as a partner um and i'm pretty sure you know if you're with somebody for a extended period of time you can tell i mean you might not always be able to tell but there's a high percentage you can go okay this isn't this is not happening right now because you're just used to that person but yeah i do believe for um women yes for men um and i do think men can fake too because uh unless you actually see the sperm like come out how do you know yeah i mean if you use a condom a guy can fake it correct you know what i mean and even if it's um like even if it's um you know if it is gonna be a money shot situation or internal situation you can still fake it especially if it's like the second or third time Cause then you just go, uh, it's probably in some of the cum that's already in there. It's, you know, close enough, right? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know why. I don't think it's insulting necessarily if someone did fake it. Cause I think a mm-hmm. lot of, a lot of the reason that people do it is considerate to the other person. Right. Even though I'm not saying, I'm not advocating people do that. I think people mm-hmm. should, you know, try to be honest in these situations. Like, if you can't be honest in the bedroom about it, what's the point? But, um, I do think that uh um you're not gonna find very many women that believe a man's fake the orgasm on them. No, because dudes take pride in that. I mean, that's gonna be funny. Like you take pride in busting the nut and coming and all that stuff. So it's just one of those things. Um, I don't think it's about taking pride in it. I just think no, nah, no, nah, it's not about the guy at all. You're just not. It, it, there's guys. We saw the poll. People do fake it. True. We know they do. Yes guys do it i i think guys do it not about pride in themselves it's not like oh look at this it's not when you fake it you don't go oh i'm coming so hard that's not how it happens <laughs> like doing points yeah that's not how you fake an orgasm so i think guys just do it discreetly like oh yeah i'm done it's like you sure you're done i guess i guarantee every like if a woman if you ever had to ask a dude are you sure you're done he probably faked that i true now that's true so you know you know and i don't even think it's anything to brag or not brag about mm-hmm. it i just think it happens people just are way too uptight about sex they want sex to be perfect every time they want to be just like the movies mm-hmm. they want it to be just you like know the porn and then don't work not like even that. like not even like porn i think people wanted to be like hbo's you know oh uh, like skinamax yeah i just think they they, <laughs> they think sex should just be this thing where you know, your they, dick, your dick never falls out the hole. Right. And, you fit perfectly every time. Yeah. Right. You know, everything, you walk in the door and you slam it behind you. You start ripping each other's clothes off and you just, you know, there's a lot of that kind of like. Right. You don't never poke the wrong hole. Like everything's yeah. just perfect. A lot of romanticizing about that kind of stuff. And I think people in general just can't live up to that standard and i think there's a lot of pressure we put on each other as women and men right the way you might be like oh we had the perfect finish we both came you know like there's times where you know you might have sex like uh or i've had you know we've had sex or whatever and you come and i'm okay Mm -hmm. i'm like oh i'm good and i think 
what other like because somebody a woman's ego might not be able to handle somebody being like i'm actually good i'm 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 glad you got off i'm about to go play video games or whatever the fuck that like there's times where i think if that happened a guy would have to most relationships a guy would just fake that like oh we both we both came so <laughs> so i'm gonna go play video games because we both <laughs> sex was so good everyone gets gold star today <laughs> you know it's like oh if i didn't make you if both of us don't come at exactly the same time or both of us don't come in this experience then it was not worthwhile because that's what's been handed down to us correct and then then that's doesn't always happen and there's been times where you finished and i'm like okay i'm not satisfied and that's right. when i pull out the toys and the batteries and the adam and eve and all that type of shit right and i and that's and like i said it's not a contest to to where it's like Mm-mm. my ego motherfucker how dare you not come on my magical penis well, like some dudes are like that where they're like what the fuck you need a toy for and you was like dog but calm that's down. But, but why you need a toy for is why this poll says 49 percent you know what I'm saying? that's why that's people true. fake it people fake it because of that pressure there's like i gotta fake it then but those are your choices you either gonna have the honesty or you're gonna have to fake it you can't have it. Well, you can't have it both. You can't have it both because what you're not gonna have is perfect sex every time. I clear both you people ain't. come at the same moment. Both people are. <laughs> both people decide. Fireworks taking... in the background, yeah. music playing, orchestra right. around. Come on, dog. That's not realistic. Um, Capadonna says I probably had a woman fake an orgasm on me, but hey, so long as she calls you back the next day. Yeah, that's true. You know, I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> this sounds diabolical. I think. uh a, a man is probably more likely to fake a relationship Not than an orgasm. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> no, nah, I, I can fake these emotions. I care about you. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't write the show about that joke. Uh, 886 Disarming Tyrese was our review of Day Walking. We had some comments. Nuclear Winter left a book. Let's read it. Hey, y'all. I did not realize how much I missed the day walking until I listened to the latest podcast today. Nina is everything. And I love when y'all can get her to join in on the walking day recap. I'm so ready for the Rashawn era. I actually think Michonne will be the one who helps pull Rick back from the edge from killing people indiscriminately. Michonne is out of her shell emotionally. And I think for a while she was where Rick is now in terms of killing people without care and not really believing anything mattered. I think she can help him recover. I also, also getting some good good from somebody who ain't called trash mama (laughs) who shall not be named might might change my life you know what that would be cool rick ain't really got none since uh you know since he got with laurie um i also want to throw in my theory about what happened with noah's family be warned like ball alert this story is submitted by one of your viewers and i cannot confirm or deny the accuracy of this story nor can i provide any proof lol all right here we go Noah's mom and the twins were at their home when the comp- when the compound they were in got attacked. Noah's mom realized the compound was about to fall and they did have an exit strategy. They didn't have an exit strategy and could not defend themselves because they are Noah's relatives, so they are whack. <laughs> Noah's mom was probably aware of that and instead of letting her kids get captured, she poisoned them and herself with something she had because she planned for this as a way out if things got bad. And sent them to hide in their rooms and told them to lay down in the beds and don't move since she knew they were going to die. She wanted them to be comfortable while she stood in the main part of the house. She stood in the main part of the house so when the wolves 
would think it was just her in the house and they come busting in the wolves got to the house before the poison could work meanwhile the twins are laying the bed in their beds wondering about what happened and are scared at the sometime being afraid one of the twins gets up despite protests from the other twin is always one good twin and one to fire twin so uh to tell what's happening in the compound the one twin goes to the adjoining room to see out the window and watches the carnage after a little more time all of them die of the poison in the last spots they were in probably immediately after they took or look almost dead the wolves come in see the mom dead in the living room and kill her with a knife to the base of the skull why you can't see the head trauma and why it, why she isn't a walker uh well nah, they she had head trauma with a bat she got hit with a bat mm-hmm. like it was a big ass hole like big ass thing upside her head um they look around the house for more people and find the twin dead in the bed to put a knife in his head but they don't look thoroughly because they have more raping and pillaging and burning to do i like that we just imply like raping is implied in all this <laughs> like i didn't know that the defiant twin is still down in the other room after the wolves leave the defiant twin wakes up a walker and munches on his brother for a while because the other twin is still warm his mom cools off while she is munching while he is munching on his brother so she isn't advertising anymore and doesn't get eaten the walker brother just wanders back into the room stares out the window because some of the zombies do random tasks they remember when they were alive until tyrese wanders in and becomes the next meal for the defiant brother yeah. at least that's the story i made up in my head and i like it so that's what i'm sticking with lol so glad y'all are back i like your story that's an interesting story i'm not gonna try to not stick gonna it apart. dispute it lady rock says tyrese was a punk but i have to agree with justin it's black history month man he could have at least made it back to the rest of the group and taken out eugene before dying <sighs> first shonda is out here selling black women and now walking dead has killed another Negro on that plantation. Black actors beware. Your fe- even February ain't safe. <laughs> Cal says that groupie tale was a bizarro version of that Shannon Brown story. With the worst part being that the lady was still trying to brag about having sex with Plies. Then again, she did say that she thought his music was great. About the man who shot up those Muslim students. I just wanted to say that it's kind of crazy how the country is going to go back to, um, to shitting no on Muslims. Even though the Southern, po- Southern Poverty Law Center just released a report that said that more Americans are killed by domestic terrorism committed by the radical right. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe it, too. And the poll was a simple one. Are you glad Tyrese is dead? All right. I feel like pretty straightforward. Yes, no, and I don't watch The Walking Dead. Uh, the, the results will surprise you. Okay. I was shocked myself. 19% of you guys were glad he's dead. I can't believe that number's not higher. Okay. 36% was sad that he's gone. I'm in that group. 45% of our audience don't watch The Walking Dead. Damn. Y'all, y'all must really love our podcast. Cause that's our most downloaded episode. Yeah. You know what? For a lot of people, baby, I, uh, a lot of people have written in and, and posted on social media saying that I don't watch the show, but I listen so that when people talk about it at work, I'm not out the loop, you know, cause so many people watch the show till, you know, when people bring it up, they're going to be like, Hey, I know what happened. Like they'll at least know characters names or something. And you have to think about it. Sometimes. Regardless of what the fuck we talk about, we're still funny and interesting, so they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
every time I see Tyrese, this is by Nosis 64. Every time I saw Tyrese on the screen, I would get so mad. He would always promise to be helpful to get in with the group. And then when it came time for him to help, he would have some excuses to why he had to back down. Especially in season four when he volunteered for killing zombies at the fence to hang out with Karen. And when he gets there, he says he doesn't want to do it. He just wants to spend time with Karen. I was livid. The fence went down that same episode. I blamed him. I almost had a change of heart when I thought he killed Martin. I'm glad Tyrese is gone so that I could stop wishing they could kill him Everything, every time I saw him. I agree with you, Gnosis. I'm glad that nigga's dead. Okay? Just get the hell out of here. All these excuses and shit. I always got some reason. Oh, we shouldn't do that. Shut up. Um, And then lastly, we had a comment on our possible white man review for The Equalizer. Uh, AJ the Engineer left this one. This is just me and Karen solo review. Uh, Bravo, bravo. Great recap. When this movie came out, I heard some people saying it wasn't good because Denzel is just doing action stuff again. I saw the movie once it was on demand and fucking loved it. If I have to watch an impossible white man do anything, let it be Denzel. Come on, man. Denzel stands in that office and stars his stopwatch before going in on all these folks. And then criticizing himself for being a little slow. As the recap came to a close, I was going to object to the lack of points for general blackness, but y'all added those last five points, so... No objections from me. <laughs> yeah, dog. That was my uh thing. We do a review show called Impossible oh, White Man, Man Movie Reviews. Equalizer was number three. Um, I'm going to try to get Randolph Terrence to do Falcon Rising, mm-hmm. which is on Netflix streaming if anybody wants to watch it so you guys can be prepared for that review. Uh, but he likes those movies too. And uh, he seemed to get a kick out of it the way that I did. So hopefully... uh. Uh, you know, we can uh, get him on and I'll I'll do a review uh, of it. But uh, in case you've never heard Impossible White Man movie reviews, uh, let me see if I can play at least the opening trailer for you guys. Um, as long as I unmute this shit. You think I ain't, motherfucker. You have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. I didn't know you could fly a plane. Why, yes! Plan? No! Hurting people's not a good thing. Well, sometimes it is, but not when it's a bunch of people looking for something to eat. I just the intro that's just the intro with possible white man movie reviews um all right man <laughs> um we have one voicemail let me play that um uh, wait why is it saying that 
There's no Skype call going on right now. Shouldn't be. Just shut it down. Pamela's been fucking up recently. I don't know what's going on. Hold on. Let me see if I can uh, find this uh, find this voicemail. Let me see if I can play it through Skype. What's up, bro? What's up, Karen? About that list where you weren't on it for some reason. <clears throat> what the fuck, BuzzFeed? Seriously, what the fuck? Why is Rod and Karen not on that list? They've been doing this for years. Years! They're getting closer to a thousand episodes. A thousand episodes. That's... I'm not even going to go into numbers. That's a lot of episodes, all right? Yeah, you love to read. I love to read. We all love to fucking read. We get it. It's probably the, one of the best black podcasts out there. But how about putting someone new on? How about putting on some real hustlers in this game? That would be Ryan and Karen. They have, they have premium content. They have shows that are actually worth the fucking money. Come on, man. They're actually making moves out here. And you must be, for some reason, decided, hey, we're going to get a bunch of black podcasts that people probably don't, that most black people probably don't even know, or a few black people even know. Every black person who I know who listens to podcasts knows about fucking Ron and Karen, and they're not on the list? Who, who writes this list? Who? Because... I wish I could say it was only white people, but I've met white people who listen to podcasts and listen to Roddy Sheridan's show, probably because I've introduced them to it, but that's not the point. The point is, you, you BuzzFeed, for some idiotic reason, some arbitrary reason probably, have decided to, to accept to not bring in Roddy Sheridan on your list. And I just want to know why. Why are you sleeping on the best podcast in the game right now? What the fuck is wrong with you? And don't give me that, oh, artistic integrity bullshit. You're BuzzFeed. In short, we want Ryan Care on the motherfucking wall now. Peace out. Uh, all right. Uh, he was passionate <laughs> about that. Yes, he was. Uh, we thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Howard, appreciate uh, you. Go leave a comment on her link because yeah, I'll um, eat, uh, phone call on us ain't gonna make a difference. Yeah, just leave um, a comment on the bus. Uh, just don't be nasty and mean about it. Just, mm -hmm. just you know, write write a calmly worded uh, letter and uh, post it on there uh, just so she know. Yeah, it allows you to leave comments with your Facebook page. Uh, maybe you've already done that, and if so, thank you very much. Um, I've put it a uh, link right there for you guys um so you can and then they have a space for you to to go and and, and say just you know they even ask hey can you suggest other podcasts and last i checked man our listeners were going in in there and um uh, you know making a make me so proud man mm -hmm. um, 104 many. comments right now and that yeah i think that's just on facebook yeah, that's probably not you know, including other avenues. Yeah, so a lot of people, you know, are naming us and and bringing us out and and other whatnot. Podcasts. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, well, I mean, and then you know, a lot of people mentioning their own podcasts and stuff, man. So which is good too. No need, you know, no. Just let's just keep it respectful, everybody, and we'll we'll work out. Mm -hmm. Um. All right, we got forty five minutes to finish this with the. uh with the the letters and the, some of these letters are long so i'm just gonna go ahead and read them and not open up the phone lines okay because we need to be on uh uh tony.com at three mm -hmm. all right <clears throat> this guy tony writes in 
help rod i'm a regular listener and i've been trying to leave a five-star review on stitcher because i don't have any apple products i have been blind for 30 years and although i can use the computer very well with the screen reader sometimes information that is caught by vision is not revealed revealed to me as you know my aka is dr nigger professor i do not know that is your aka i have been trying to post my review and I don't know if it got to you. Well, if your name on iTunes is Dr. Nigger Professor, there's a chance iTunes was that like, iTunes nope. was blocked it or banned it. If it did, I want you to know that I meant no harm by attempting to post it over and over again. Oh, iTunes probably blocked it over and over again then if you, you had that name. Yeah, I feel like um, <laughs> getting some hints of the crazy, crazy. Mm-hmm. little couple hints of the cray cray um on this joint um trying to post the review over and over again um uh, but you know hey could just be diligent you know could just be what people do when they love something so much that they want to tell spread they love and let you know how they feel okay so all right um he says um i also want you and karen to know that no matter what i'm still a big fan of you both Life as a blind person since the age of 14 has given me insight. And this is why I felt I had to share my thoughts. I love y'all. Y'all still my niggas. Ice cube niggas. Never ignorant getting goals accomplished. All right. Uh, and then he had this attachment letter to TBGWT, which I didn't notice at first, but, you know, clicked on it afterwards. Um, and it says, uh, Karen with two R's. I posted this on Facebook for people that may not have heard yet. Karen and Rod, you both are phenomenal. I found your show the week my mom passed away in October. Y'all have truly been like two cousins there to tear me up. Karen, our Southern Fried Black Queen, you are the realest sister, and I love to hear your laugh or hear you laugh or tell us how you think and feel about an issue. Rod, you are like a culmination of a lot of comics that I love to listen to, like Dave Chappelle. Hannibal Burris and Eddie Griffin. Mm, yes. So I'm talking about this. <laughs> this is a man that knows what he's talking about, Karen. I like this dude. You are consistently engaging and funny on a daily basis. You also have an often unique perspective in this America, which he puts in quote in, in, in parentheses, I am race. It's Cause you know, you can rearrange the letters in America to be I am race. Uh, unique perspective in this America multicultural mosh pit that we are all trying to live our lives in. My favorite episode has been Smack It in the Air. I have promoted your show a lot on that episode. Bold, black, brilliant! Three exclamation points. Yes, Karen. Woo! We can stop right there. We're doing good. We, this, this should be the end of the letter, right? Oh, no. It, it goes on for quite some time. Quite some time. The only thing that troubles me, however, is your views on the black genocide strategy known today by many names such as reproductive health, abortion, pro-life, and pro-choice. As black people, we know that we are unique in our cultural ways, so I urge you both to stop drinking the liberal KK Kool-Aid as a, that's right, KKK Kool-Aid, as a pro-life independent and often pro-life Democrat I almost took a sip myself. Understand this political system is some bullshit. Why do I care that you don't care? Why does he care that we don't care? He gonna tell us. 
they are successfully exterminating our asses okay i'm gonna need some music in the background of this i'm not gonna be able to make it through <laughs> no, you sure won't yeah i'm gonna need i'm gonna need this these things just took over me yeah this took over my whole body so i can't even see no more mm-hmm. i'm calling my black woman a bitch i'm calling my people that's what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. Lost, brother. Can you help That's me? about the right vibe Can right there. That's me, what I need. Get that revolution. We need to get our revolution on, Karen. You ready to do this? You ready to get your revolution on? I guess so. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's right. So, he goes on to say, They are successfully exterminating our asses. At our rate of growth beyond before the abortion legalization initiative, we will be on a 54 million, over 54 million African American people in this country. Our population has not grown, but has been diminished to 38 million people. We were once between 11 to 12 percent of the population, but in several states, our abortion rates are well over 40 percent of all the abortions being done. I know some of our brothers and sisters will roll their eyes and shake their heads in denial, but why? In only this issue do we act like this is a post-racial society. Mm. Think about it, Karen. Why do we park in the driveway and drive on a parkway? I have no idea. Deep. That just blow your motherfucking mind, nigga. At this time, when we see that the lynching days have gone away but come back again presented as a criminal justice quandary. Wiley Coyote is at work again. You got to watch Wiley Coyote now. I mean, well, not really, because he buys products from Acme, and he never catches right. the road runner. And he claims he's super genius. Yeah, who exactly is Wiley Coyote in this analogy? Is it the criminal justice system? Or shouldn't the road runner be the criminal justice system, and then black people be Wiley Coyote? Because we could never... You know what? I'm. This is going too far. Right, right, mm-hmm. Too deep. Too deep. It is not an accident that over eighty percent of abortion clinics euphemizes Planned Parenthood are built in black and Hispanic neighborhoods. Message. It's also definitely not an accident that they have placed blacks at the helm of these organizations as mouthpieces to move black minds. Mm. These white devils. So then he says, stop letting these crackers colonize your brains. Black life matters. Mm. Mm. At that period of time, I was at work and I had to stop reading and take, take a 30 minute break. Because I was like, oh, oh, this is where we going? Oh, let me go do something else. My Karen, brain. you know how much our brains have been colonized by the crackers? I mean, I talk about it all the time. I mean, I like the way crackers taste. Uh, white people, they they, they just they, infiltrated us. They, they, they delicious with peanut butter, apparently. We have several white people that listen to the show. Mm-hmm. And somehow, without me and you knowing, Karen. Without us knowing. They have brainwashed us and made us part of the black genocide mass extermination. You stated this week that pro-life is anti-choice. When this issue is always about the choice of life that is growing. But like our people as slaves is not recognized and respected as human. Yeah. um, Yeah, I'm I'm pro-choice. Sorry. I think the person whose body is in 
should be the person to decide because it's their body and seems pretty easy i don't think because you're a black woman your body becomes the property of all black people and we must force you to bear fruit regardless of how you that happened you owe it to society and blackness um anyway i don't even have to go so far back we today in so many ways are treated as less than human trayvon mike martin michael brown and eric garner are just a few criminal justice examples i am writing in racial consciousness but cognizant of the truth that we have often had white people aiding us speaking sometimes for us and sometimes with us helping us to navigate this white supremacist social economic and political construct <gasps> many of these white people have had our best interests at heart some have led black minds like lost sheep directly to the slaughterhouse mm. hillary clinton for example what about her <laughs> hillary clinton for example <laughs> that's like damn that should go has championed the term pro-choice She's a sodomite. Uh, which. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know she like them lattes. <laughs> she has championed many a sperm a latte. <laughs> so, wait, what was I at? Supremacist. Hillary Clinton. Well, Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah. Hillary Clinton, for example, has championed the term pro choice, which is a marketing strategy that has moved so many to terminate the life that they have grown inside them. You all have criticized the call for states' rights, which is the same as pro-choice terms that give power to one over of wait, that give power of one over to wait, one over one or more other people. Uh, yeah, we I do criticize state rights on uh, moral issues such as like gay marriage, which uh, such as uh, a woman's body and right to choose whether or not she bears a child. That's up to her. Um, so yeah, uh, voters' rights. I think those should be federal at the federal level, not the state level. I don't think every state should just be able to change whatever the fuck they want to. Um, so, uh, we'll see. Where else was I at? Um, state rights. Um, where else was I at? This, guys, there wasn't a lot of spaces in this. Uh, rights, pro choice. Uh, you, okay, pro choice. To have or free slaves, pro-choice to lynch niggers or not, pro-choice to let these Negroes vote or not, pro-choice to let these Negroes have jobs or not. When we peel back these states' right issues, there are always these good old boy governors using their power to disallow or to take away the rights of our people. Likewise. Should any man be legally allowed to apply the pro-choice tactic yelling this is my house taking full advantage to fuck up any woman or child living behind four walls where they reside? It happens. No, Karen. He's saying an abortion is the same as domestic violence on the people in your house. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, Of course that's not the same. Those are actual people. Mm -hmm. A fetus is not a person. There you go. No. In each house, each person has a protection provided by the government to not be physically abused, sexually abused, or killed because when you peel back the walls of each house, everyone is a human being deserving respect, decency, and the right to breathe. 
when a woman is pregnant we know that there is a growing human being inside but the liberal argument is that she could kill this baby human being because of where he or she lives inside her body I'm sending a link so that you, by the way, the link didn't work at the end of your email. Just wanted to let you know. I'm sending a link so that you can begin to look at this issue through the lens of racism, white supremacy for the future of our black family. Mmm. Stay strong. In some areas in this country, we are killing more of our unborn babies than we are bringing into the world. I love my mom for bringing me into this world. I love being black and I love all my people, including my unborn brothers and sisters that can't speak for themselves from their mother's wombs. Well, I mean, are they people if they can't speak for themselves? I mean, they don't have a way to communicate because they're not really people yet. You know what I'm saying? Just, you do understand. Like, just a sperm entering an egg is not like an actual person yet. We must be careful to remember that this American political system was established by white supremacists and that there are many whites who have hated our existence in this country at all, but especially as our ancestors struggle. Wait, in this country at all, but okay, as I, but especially as our ancestors struggle to free themselves from the dominating control of slavery, work to educate themselves and strove to become creative, innovative, intellectual powers in this country. So how can we for one second believe that things have changed? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, things have changed. I, mean, I don't know about you, Karen, but I didn't pick any cotton today. I'm not a motherfucking, not a motherfucking Didn't else. even have to. Like, Mm-mm. did what I wanted to. My shirt is made out of cotton, but I didn't right. pick the cotton to make it. Yeah, I think I feel like some things have changed. I'm not saying everything's great, but I feel like some progress has been made. You know what I mean? Just in my... In my estimation. But what do I know? I'm just promoting black genocide. That's all. Notice all of our black leaders have to sing the same tune of pro-black death in order to achieve political power. The most notable is Jesse Jackson, who has most the most eloquent proponent for bringing babies into the world until he started moving towards presidency. Yeah, because it's not popular to be to run Democrat and be anti-choice. I mean... I thought, thought that was uh, common, common knowledge. Um, so, uh, what was that? Jesse Jackson. Okay. So, again, I'm urging you to learn about the beginnings of evo- and evolution of abortion. Learn about the eugenics movement and the goals that, their goals that orchestrate our destruction. And portray us as an inferior in order to abort all our black asses. See, if you proclivitate, excuse me, yeah! masturbate. Oh, uh, anyway, our power has never at any stage of our existence in this universe been in thinking of ourselves as potential human or less, but rather believing in the power of our human potential and doing all that we possibly can to grow, learn, work, and build whatever we want in our world. Oh, wait, out of this world. I believe this white man that once set laws into place prohibiting us from learning to read is painfully aware of the power of our human potential. There have been so many times throughout our time in this American experiment that white supremacists and our racist white people have presented, represented themselves 
as a people threatened by the power of human potential in each black life and the power and the potential unity of black people. Remember, whenever we have tried to rise up and gain power and equality, how they have reacted with disparate socioeconomic policies, racial character defamation, and domestic terrorism. Remember Black Wall Street. Oh, that's my nigga. Yeah. Oh, you know Will Strickland? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, wrong Wall Street. Wrong Wall wrong, Street. That's not black. Mm-hmm. He black? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That's not black Wall Street? Wrong brother. Wrong brother. Oh, I'm just... Damn. He talking about the brother hang out on the corner. Not the same. Oh. With the incense, that brother. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. (laughs) Black Wall Street. Oh. Alright, well, I guess I was wrong about that. My bad, guys. Um, anyway, more on this. Uh, that's why it's still going. Remember Black Wall Street? Hell, just look at how they treat Obama. But why would they treat Obama bad if he's pro, uh, pro-choice remember you said that if we was pro-choice the white man would would be happy about us supporting genocide we all need to stand up for what's right and help our black mothers keep their babies not raise them but keep them <laughs> i'm just added that far but come on <laughs> you gonna have this baby i'm now i'm out bitch right it seems that the both of you and the brothers and sisters at twib are in agreement with the eugenics elite oh we're in the elite Oh, oh shit now oh, we're eugenics elite bitch sit down and respect the eugenics elite motherfuckers right us and elon oh man we up there with angry black lady yo we balling do we get um do we get like black cards or something like do we get something no, no we get the gold cards do we get like some credit limit like extensions mm. or something because i mean we get the american express card the black yeah, card i, I mean, want i want some ex- i want some benefits yeah. for this club Mm-hmm. I need some perks. And all of the white and white-led Democrats. It seems that you all are taking part in some kind of fun opinion debate with the white man when the white man is at all-out war on all fronts against us. But mm-hmm. you apparently having some fun opinion debate with us, who is even less powerful than the white man. Why aren't you taking this directly to the white man instead of concentrating all your efforts on me and Karen? Right. We ain't got that much power. Also... You blind. How do you even see race? We could be white people for all you know. This might be a white conspiracy right now. They just happen to have Negro voices. Yeah. Like, they just, like, honestly, I, I didn't want to tell you this, man, but if you come to the show, half the joke is on camera, we white people. So, you might have read this wrong, buddy. Congressman Jeff Fortenberry, one of many white supremacists, stated, the best way to hate a nigga, hate him before he is born. You know what? That's a good point. Because I feel that way about Drake. And ah! before he was even a, a human being, I hated that nigga. You know what I mean? So I can see the same thing. Like what, what I hate Drake albums before he announced his album is coming out. I just hate him, you know? Um, and uh, I'm kind of surprised that uh, there's no... Um, I'm kind of surprised that if you put Congressman Jeff Fortenberry and hate nigga in Google, you don't get any results. But I'm kind of not. Um, um, yeah, all the, uh, <laughs> everything that attributes this quote to him is from the same blog 
saying something dot wordpress dot com which is probably not legit <laughs> um, yeah they're all like nobody reported on this but what that one blog nah no, no, not tmz not fox not abc not nbc not cbs no other major news outlet reported on this this is not true baby. yeah i feel like this would have made some news this would have broke not, i mean maybe that oh it's part of the eugenics elite Okay. conspiracy okay they covered it up that's what it's gotta be gotta be mm. so uh yeah he said i know y'all probably can't read my letter but i'm encouraging y'all to study through the lens of white supremacy so that you don't perpetuate what the white man wants you to our masturbation oh demise okay read the words of dr francis says wesling watch mafia 21 and go to protectblacklives.org which did not work as a link and I am including a couple other links. Um, look, brother, I read your shit. I think you crazy. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying, bro. Because uh, honestly, the 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 reality of what you're saying, all jokes aside, is you want us to be pro making a woman have a kid that she don't want to have. What kind of life is that for anybody? You know, if somebody makes the choice that they don't want to have a child, I'm not going to force them to have a child. Nope. And I'm not going to be part of that. Morally, I object to it. Uh, it goes against every fiber of my being. It's not my body. I don't get to decide. Right. And it's any woman, regardless of the color of her race. Yeah. You know, not to mention, I didn't even verify any of the facts because once you say some crazy shit, I'm, I check out. You know, I mean, I couldn't even verify that, that that dude said that shit other than that one blog. So, like, um, you know, you're welcome to continue listening to the show. Don't ever write us again with some bullshit like that because um, you crazy. And you are, like, one of the prolific crazies that write way too much. Mm-hmm. You know, we put the, the, the letter on our Facebook page and everybody was like, the fuck is wrong with this dude? Couple people said they thought you had a couple good points, but you lost your way somewhere. Uh, some people said they think you hurt about something that's way beyond whatever the fuck you were talking about. I will say this: if you thought he had some good points, what were they? What's wrong with you? God <laughs> like, was like, I asked that in the thread. It's like you made a couple good points. I was like, what were they? If it wasn't in the first paragraph, can you tell me what the good points were? Only good points was when now, like I, I must not be a comedic genius. Oh no. Now I done lost all my. I was Dave Chappelle, Hannibal Burris, Eddie Griffin. Now all wrapped up in one. I ain't shit. You sure ain't nigga. Uh, we got a couple um, more emails. Uh, this one was a link to um, Dave, uh, David Manning talking about poor, talking about the poor, saying he's tired of black people. I'll probably save it for the actual show. Maybe we'll play it then. Uh, Julia wants us to play music for the um the Reverend Manning segment. It's not a segment, really, no, guys. It's I'm not. Whenever it's it's periodically, like sporadically, it's no rhyme or reason to when he shows up. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason, and I don't want to force mm-hmm. it, and because I can't even do the voice all the time. I have to like hear it really to get good. Or I have to think about it for a while. If I just try to break into it, it don't really work all the time. Um, but she said we should play the remix to the "I'm Delivered." I am delivered. No, oh joint. Lord. I don't like men's no more, that joint. No more men. Uh, so she said I can play that. And then she said, um, 
the one you played as a chorus singing no more men's proceeding any more news from the reverend about the semen I mean, semen lattes oh <laughs> yeah i don't know if you're doing that someone said if i love little dragon i should listen to this song novel novel by fiend um i don't know wait this only got 110 views interesting just, say we, we may have heard this song sound before. like they're just rapping over maybe they're gonna rap over it That's why they only got 110 views. Yeah, uh, no offense to uh to the song or whatever. It's just I personally don't like um when people redo or remake other songs that I like before they made the song. Like I don't like um when they uh like when Fashan did his old Illmatic. I understand it's real. It's, it's supposedly a really good hip hop record. I could never get past the fact that he was rapping over the same beats as Nas. So it's just not my thing, dog. No offense uh barack's dub performed taylor swift shake it off oh julia sent us this as well she said hi Ryder karen i feel like this video combines two things that you like president obama and taylor swift's shake it off well you have me a hello let's see what this is uh, i'll put it in the chat i love you back i stay up too late <laughs> hold on trying to get the put it in the chat first before i even finish playing it so you guys can see it um for yourself a couple people sent this to me because they know i love me some taylor swift and some bra and some president obama uh all right let's go Got nothing in my brain <laughs> that's what people say mm-hmm. that's what people say mm-hmm. i go on too many dates <laughs> but, uh, i can't make them stay at least that's what people say. Mm-hmm. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. But I keep cruising. Can't stop, won't stop moving. It's like I got this music in my mind. It's going to be all right. Because the player going to play, 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 play. All right, look, it's cute and all that shit, but um, no offense to uh, the president. Uh, it ain't fucking with, um, just Taylor Swift regular ass version, which is, uh, perfect. So, no, you know, same thing as the other thing where, uh, I don't need a remix unless Taylor want to bless it. So Taylor ain't on it. I'm out. Um, a feedback February 14th by AJ says, happy Valentine's day, Karen. What up, Rod? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That should definitely be backwards. Karen is not very romantic. She don't celebrate these days. Uh, I had a few things I wanted to say on this episode, on this episode this week, but figured it'd be easier to write it in an email. Thanks for the great shows this week. The premium ones too. I'm not the person who listens to the Grammys, but I appreciate y'all playing the nominated songs. That Basement Jacks was fire. 
Rod, you had some really good points after the awards about Beyonce not winning. I assume Beyonce was the best album because I heard more people talking about it, not because I actually listened. I've known about Beck for years. He was in the Futurama episode way back, but I hadn't heard his album either, so I had to retract my opinion about who was actually better. I do agree with Karen, however, that Beyonce's method of releasing her album may have pissed off people enough people to keep her from winning more awards. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't listen to anything by Taylor Swift, but even I expected her to win something. I know. That's the biggest story of the fucking Grammys. Yeah, she got snubbed. Nobody talked about it. Shake It Off was like the hit of the year just about. I swear she only heard Kanye because she was hoping he'd go up there when it's her turn, too. I'm like, no, I'm going to let you finish. But Taylor Swift had that motherfucking Shake It Off, bitch. Right. Uh, I was with the listeners last week as they suggested Mr. David reverend pastor bishop man and get his own segment but now that he's making sense on the cosby raves i don't want to hear him no more unless he returns to his crazy ass ramblings that we expect idiot these christian republicans are killing me more so than usual obama the goat stated facts during a speech about jim crow and slavery being supported by christianity and republicans were all like what you talking about obama come the hell on the people out here really out there really think some republicans are trying are changing trying to change history then i need to find a better word to call these folks other than ignorant willfully obtuse is what i'm going with in 2015 new year new me i hated hearing you guys talk about the killing spree in atlanta this week to be more specific it was in a city called douglasville a little bit southwest of atlanta i have friends who live there and work at the boys and girls club i've been wanting to ask them how the kids are handling the event but hadn't yet because i know the answers are going to suck and of course this is just another entry to the guns right discussion that still isn't happening in congress i know this email is running long but i've been meaning to apologize to karen karen i'm sorry about a month ago schmurder dance hey uh during the episode a listener asked you two what your favorite album slash artists are and karen responded logic rod objected and said karen you just start stay, stay, started listening to logic how's he your fa- how is he your favorite album already no it's who's the top five rappers of all time and she said logic mm-hmm. and i said you just started listening to him how's he the top five of all time you started listening to this dude a month ago <laughs> and karen doesn't care so she mm-hmm. just stuck with her reasoning mm-hmm. for that reason and because my girlfriend calls any pop song made after 2004 her jam i put karen's opinion on the shelf weeks later rod a oh man no nah, all right i added the part about me being a man uh mentioned logic again and i decided to go look at his mixtapes and his under pressure album next time i will listen to karen because logic is easily one of the best rappers i've ever heard I really like him because he shows you once again that these award shows don't have the most interest in things black folks actually hear or watch. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, I'll say this: Under Pressure won't be eligible for Grammys until next year, anyway. Right, because of when it re- was released. Yeah, but um, yeah, that logic is serious. Uh, thanks for reading my feedback. Y'all have a great weekend. AJ the engineer, AJ three thousand in the chat room. Well, if you've been in the chat room, you never showed up early enough. I listen to Logic all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, P.S. As a light-skinned man myself, I also believe Jay Trill was hacked during that episode of Three of Negroes with the Three of Negroes. That that had, been, had to be somebody else trying to talk to Ray Bay Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Love them some Ray, man. That's good. Uh, for the feedback show, Orlando says, Hey, Red Rodney Karen, I hope you're doing well. My question is, what does the phrase Cuban bean cuban being or cuban b comma ing mean uh i hear y'all say it on the show and i was wondering where it came from thanks for the great show take care orlando green 
O'Green32. Hey man, Cuban being uh is the one, the last one. Well you said Cuban, like you know, Cuban space B uh apostrophe ing. That's it, Cuban being. And what it means is, um, have you ever seen the movie Half Baked? If not, you need to stop what you're doing right now and go watch the whole movie and let me know when you come back because it's that good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Sa- uh, Samson, who is played by, uh, uh, one of my favorite, uh, actors of all time, Clarence Williams III, yes. one of the most undirected actors of, 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 of ever, any generation. Um, he, he takes, um, he takes, uh, Scarface, who's actually played by the guy, same guy, uh, who plays Huck, uh, on, uh, Scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes him hostage and, uh, he's in the, Scarface is, uh, I think Mexican or something like that, or, or, no, you know, he says, I'm gonna take care, I'm gonna take your little Mexican friend here. And he goes, I'm not Mexican, I'm Cuban B. And he says, yes, Cuban B. B. Cause he doesn't give a fuck. He he's not paying attention to what he's saying at all. So he just says yes, Cuban B. You know, I'll see if I can play it. This is the way it's gonna work. I'm gonna take your little Mexican friend with me, and I'm gonna kill him. I'm Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. <laughs> so basically, it you know I got it from Hot Firestarter. Yes, it uh, which everyone should be listening to. But it's when you ignore somebody right like you don't care what they said nope because he obviously didn't he didn't give a fuck what that he was cuban he just repeated <laughs> his last words like, yes cuban b like he it was like this is inconsequential so cuban b is when you basically willfully ignore something that is you know obviously you know you should pay attention to uh lashonda writes in hi rod hi karen still listening as always first rod you are nowhere close to right for reading ball alert stuff in the manning voice i can't walk across campus to my office and be taken seriously while while i'm trying not to roll in the grass laughing at you for that uh yeah if y'all like the manning voice man just make sure y'all listen to the balls deep from yesterday that's all i'm gonna say we had a good time yeah um second there's a lot of her hyperbole running around about Bill Cosby being the most notorious rapist in history. Let me preface this statement by saying that yes, I think he did it. However, folks are quickly quick to forget history. Ted Bundy, anyone? They are only, they only convicted him of 35, but suspect this count is much higher. Wish we could talk about things being horrible without resorting to histrionics or trying to one up it with something much more. You know what? I'm going to actually have to uh, push back on that. Here's why Bill Cosby is the most notorious rapist in history. Because notorious doesn't mean most prolific. It means most notorious. And right now, it was nobody more famous than Bill Cosby. Yeah, let me talk about the so famous So finding out that he's a rapist, like, more people probably know who he is than they know, than to know Ted Bundy is. Correct. Now that's correct. And definitely more people, if he walked in the room, would know who the fuck that dude and is. And could recognize him right mm-hmm. and people still pay money to support him to go to his concerts like that motherfucker notorious so i'm i'm gonna have to say if they're saying notorious i'm gonna say that i'm gonna go with them now if they're saying worst rapists of all time it depends on how they mean worse if they mean like worse is in like he 
was the most sadistic and all this? Probably not. But if they mean he was very, very bad at rape, I would say yes. Yes. He's, yes. he's yes. a horrible rapist. <laughs> yes. He is not very good. He should have gotten to another field. Don't quit your day job. I guess he didn't quit his day job. But yeah. Third, about 50 shades of gray. Yeah. So long story a bit longer than it should be. I read the first book on my flight back and forth to the Midwest to defend my dissertation. I was suggested by, it was suggested by an elder and I obey my elders. I was also nervous as hell and needed a good distraction. Fifty Shades of Grey is twilight for bored, sexually repressed housewives. It was unintentional comedy. It was so badly written and the sex was so boring that I fell asleep reading it a few times. About the twilight reference, not kidding, it started as a fanfic on the twilight message board. The fact that this terribly written book has spurned two sequels in book form, a movie, and now a promise of two more sequels goes to, to further prove, to disprove the bullshit Academy stated about the worthiness of movies being nominated because as we see, anything can get greenlit, greenlit as soon as it appeals to the right audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Last Rod, only you and Karen can take a story that horrified me on Facebook and make me laugh my ass off about, uh, about, li- about it listening to you guys. About the family that kidnapped the six-year-old and said they did it because he was too friendly to strangers. I'm going to let that sink in. So four hours of torture is justified because your child is friendly? Way to turn a sweet kid into a psychotic, mistrustful asshole. Right. Well, thank you very much, uh, LaShonda. We appreciate you uh, writing in to the show, man. And uh, that's it for the um, Blackout Tips. Like I said, at 3 o'clock, we'll be on Spreecast um with uh clove and shirley from chonilla.com mm-hmm. and uh we'll see you guys there uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode we'll be back tomorrow probably around 10 in the morning yes. eastern standard time and until then uh and all my eugenics elite out there karen i love you i love you too baby Mwah. <laughs>